Hi, Internet. It's us. Welcome back. Welcome back to Ghouls and Geists. Your favorite um, boys. Hey. Please. And please. Boy is gender neutral now. <laughs> it, we use also, it like the boys. They don't actually have a gender. Hey, Internet. Welcome back to your third favorite boy. Uh, so is that generous. before my brother, my brother, and me? <laughs> oh, don't mention them. No, you've summoned <laughs> them. Now our reputation is permanently entwined with theirs, and we've gone down another ten. This is what you've done, Travis. When you say McElroy three times and I'm here, it summons the final Pam. <laughs> <laughs> don't draw the wrath upon us, please. Um, so, last time on Curse of Strahd, uh, our band of adventurers found themselves interacting with uh, some colorful Bitterheart folk, and after a bit of that, learned that amongst them in this campsite that was somewhat of a small village was scattered quite a few individuals who were vampires, and by quite a few a notable outnumbering of them, counting around 30 to 40. Um, however, everything seemed relatively regular, and in the process of celebrating their victory, uh, they were allowed to pick through a number of artifacts of material value and uh, magical importance. Uh, <laughs> and we immediately set about abusing the rules. <laughs> immediately. I mean, I, I should have predicted this, of course. Um, after having attained some of those, uh, when preparing to leave, they were uh, accosted by a particular man whose name I don't have up on that. I'm so good. Baron Von Dentures. Yeah, that's it. Good job, Travis. Thanks for remembering. I'm helping. I pay attention. Give me a free Pendergast. Really, I just should have had you run the game to begin with instead of me. That would have made it so much easier. Casimir. Uh, Casimir Velikov, who uh, was very quickly revealed to be a vampire, not to uh, the realization, shocking realization to really anyone there. Um, however, he seemed to have some poor relationship with Strefan Mar himself and requested they visit his home so that they may escape the passing gaze of Strefan Mar. Uh, after staying there for a time, he suggested a few things that might be of aid to them and a request for himself of visiting a silvered temple, but did not expect too much of them in the process. Uh, af uh, after meeting with him and doing so, his guards brought back their wagon, and they prepared to set off once more. Uh, so, that brings us right back to where you were. Um, oh, I need to actually send the list of potions, but uh, while I'm doing that, uh, is there anything in particular that you all are doing now that you're back on the wagon? Really, Thank I mean, how I was about to say, how long is Nick going to be on the wagon? <laughs> You know, sick and tired. Whenever you're giving narration, you're always like, oh, I'm just going to assume Nick's drinking. What's I'm not problem? even that drunk, officer. <laughs> Maybe you're the one drinking. <laughs> it's projection, okay? I know this works, asshole. It isn't drinking, it's socializing. <laughs> I suppose we're trying right, come to on. Get they just left a party, now. man. Yeah, of course Nick's been drinking. <laughs> Uh, the, the path away is relatively, uh, I mean, it's clear, the same direction you came in from. It once again leaves back into the forest and some of the fog coverings, even though today is comparatively sunny. Uh, with that said, did you have a direction in mind right away? Um, last I knew we were going to that angel fort. Did we have a heading besides that? Oh, yeah, we never did go to that angel fort. Angel fort sounds good. Angel fort, angel adventure time. Uh, I, I suppose the silver temple is a something to consider for the future, but yeah, the angel fort is... Yeah, the angel fort is where we were going to go until we decided, hey, that fisherman's probably going to die if we don't go there now. Yeah. It's okay. He ended up dying anyways. Born an angel. <laughs> <laughs> he inexplicably lived just long enough for us to get well, there. Well, we going to potentially go to that Kresik 
Kresk first? Uh, the Angel Fort is closer on the path to Kresk. Perfect. So going in that direction will get you to... Uh, you'll t- it's out of the way, but still, it's closer than Kresk is. Um, all right, give me just a moment. I need to roll something, and this will also give me a moment to look up the potion. I think Grove is trying to get the dog out of the chair and probably failing as he has achieved enlightenment and thus cannot be moved by any mortal man. He is very comfortable and staring at you every time you try and shift him and just sitting back harder and firmer on the cushion. And then at a certain point, he will just sit on the dog. If you're not going to get up, give me room. (laughs) This will take me just a moment if anyone wants to do any scenes while I'm doing this. To the chagrin of anyone in his line of sight, uh, Nick is futzing around with his new dagger. I am on my horse to the back left of the wagon. <laughs> uh, is anybody proficient in uh, vehicles? Me. Okay, you're I, driving. Yeah, I think you're the driver because you're probably the only one. <laughs> that, that's probably why he's fighting the dog because Grove like put it in the driver's seat. I want to be comfortable. Nobody can understand his joke. But I guess Nick's riding, seat. riding rapier as usual. Uh, yeah, this probably has a little area set up on top of the wagon itself. <laughs> really sucks when we go through low-hanging branches. And then Faustus is probably writing in his books and uh, writing in a spell book, looking over things. Actually, I know what he's doing. He's working in a sketchbook. Up front or in the, the cab? He's probably like sitting on top of the cage, sitting on the roof of the of the carriage. Nope, can't see. Got to keep eyes on the road. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you might uh, accidentally steer us into a tree. Josh, look at the message I sent you. Oh, no. Why Jaws? <laughs> oh, no. That can't be a good thing. It's not as bad as you think. It's okay. I had to random roll a thing, and it's not bad. Okay, good. As long as it's random and not Grimhild specific. No, <laughs> don't worry about it. Grimhild, the trigger word is blue canary diver down and now everyone is dead <laughs> was it uh longing rusted 17 daybreak furnace nine I, what did i return to benign homecoming one it gets flatlander woman freight car from hill explodes <laughs> she was a robot all along thank god Dang, she wrote very that. poorly I'm here to make. I'm here all night to make shitty Winter Soldier jokes. <laughs> I was feeling super old for a second there. Now I feel really old. Manchurian Candidate? No, the original Deus Ex. Ah, that's okay. not even as old as Manchurian Candidate. <laughs> so, uh, you leave the lower part of uh, the camp that was sunken under the city of Palas. Travel begins out uh, relatively slow. Uh, what is your traveling order exactly? You have horse ahead of the wagon horse behind to get keep out of the way of Nick's dagger throwing. Uh, his noted dagger throwing that keeps returning to him. <laughs> I guess I should dictate this. Um, so Nick, as you're toying around with uh, your newfound tool, <laughs> uh, yeah. hmm? no, go on. Uh, when holding down the triggers, they uh, emerge from the cavity. You flick it with a proper wrist motion to kind of follow through on your slash. Similar to how you would throw a normal knife, but in the process of doing so, the blade curves slightly as it travels forward. It's mostly a direct path, but once it reaches a certain point, depending on how much force you put behind it, it seems to travel just ever so slightly upwards, and its trajectory returns back in your direction. 
It's a few awkward moments of this impacting the dirt and the tree behind you a couple times before you figure out exactly how to make it in a pattern where you're able to catch it once again on the blade uh, handle. But it doesn't take you too long. Oh, one more moment. Sorry, I need to go get my charger. So when your newfound tool leaves its crevice... So do you always try a new weapon drunk? Is that so you're better when you sober up? Is this some secret Cathar technique? I can confirm. Really? I don't believe you. I'm nothing but trustworthy. I don't... Mm, eyes forward. Hey, who else here is capable of casting a zone of truth? Who here turns into a big monster at night of full moon? Which we need to have words with eventually. Oh, Why do you have to go there? That's a party foul on we, Grove. We were having a nice conversation. We don't have nice conversations. We have conversations. I always enjoy myself. Uh, so as you're traveling, um, I presume, Faustus, you're going to be looking over the parcel of potions you obtained? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, he'll probably actually have his alchemist equipment out. At least uh, what little bit he can control at a time. Sure, make me check with that. Uh, Intelligence-based. Can do. 18. Okay. You begin looking over them. Um, most of the box seems to be filled with relatively similar ones, though, in a few different bottles. Uh, they're all dusty and comparatively rough-hewn for the most part. Um, it appears that six of them are uh, this kind of greenish liquid. It's not green as in emerald or a brilliant one, but more murky gray-green, the type that when algae accumulates on the side of lakes. Um, but investigating the tools, it seems they have restorative properties, curatives, um, should by any means uh, help to repair an individual who is injured. Um, though, a couple, though two of them are in different corked bottles, and you're not exactly certain why. Just a slightly darker color marked with uh, some sort of red pigment. Um, but as it is, note down you have uh, six potions of greater healing. Ooh. Okay. Uh, he'll actually immediately distribute one to everybody. Uh, which Who are you distributing the different capped ones to? Oh, I thought there were six greater healing potions. There are and then, six, uh... but there two of them are marked with a different lid. Oh, okay. Then first they'll figure out what's up with the ones marked with differently. As far as you can tell, not much. They t seem to be slightly more viscous, but as for composition, as far as you can tell, they seem to be the same. That one's got a special ingredient. And the viscous might just be you overanalyzing them at this point. All right, he'll quietly give the viscous ones to uh, Conrad and Grimhild. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the, the most viscous of my allies. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You are the mo most robust of the allies, especially Conrad. <laughs> Actually, I think the most robust is Grimhild. I've got I've got really good defenses on top of nearly as good hit points. Yeah, say so Grimhild has slightly more HP. Conrad has uh, massive bonuses on saves. So that's fair. Technically, she has massive bonuses as long as she's chilling next to him. Um, additionally, though, one of the two further bottles that you check over, as soon as you lift it out, it has um, a more curved base with a tall stem of a neck. At the top, it's capped with uh, rough metal around a bone stopper. But as you pick it up, the insides seem to flicker, almost like flame, but in liquid form. A deep, dusky orange. Not illuminating, but catching the light in such a way. And as your hands 
go across the outside, brushing off dust and stray, uh, stray pieces of cloth. You can feel that it's warm to the touch emanating through the glass. Uh, investigating it further, uh, there seems to be the, a high concentration of red mana here. Not so much in that it will hurt one who consumes it, but more it will create an upflux of raw mana being discharged as energy. Uh, so this is a potion of fire breath. Hmm. Okay. Um, and finally, there is one that seems to... Uh, it seems to have a strange shape to it. The bottle itself is not clear, unlike some of the other ones. It's a thick brown glass, and it seems to have attempted to have some relief pushed across its surface, maybe depicting a face, but at this point, the glass seems to have been either worn away or poorly handled. The face is almost akin to stone to look at it. Rough edges, no eyes to speak of in it, just a caricature of some craggy man to begin with. Um, inside, the texture is thick, almost like sand poured into wine. As you pour and deal with it and it's off-gray color, you can't really figure out what it is. Um, but it is layered with quite a bit of green mana, you can tell that much. Hmm. Well, he'll examine it to the best of his ability. And if he can't uh, figure it out, he'll uh, hand it to Illyria because he's uh, too busy with other projects. Hmm, what is this still? I don't know. That's disconcerting. Heavy signature of green mana. That was weird for me. What did you say? It's got a heavy concentration of green mana. Uh, is there anything I can do to try to identify it? Like an arcana check? Um, theoretically, yeah. Theoretically, not great, but it's a thing. Oh yes, and uh, does anyone has anyone ever wanted to breathe fire? He'll hold up the bottle. I got a twenty-one. By the way, just saying. When investigating the signs of green mana, you're not exactly sure the specifics, but the idea of this is similar to some spells woven by force mages that you've seen before. Um, you haven't seen it done in a way that wouldn't be directly calling upon the power of natural spirits. But the idea is here that infusing something with green mana and lacing its very being should be able to increase its size, scaling it up, uh, which of course would increase its destructive potential as well. Did, did I just get the liquid equivalent of giant growth? Seems similar to that, yeah. <laughs> nice. She'll kind of nod and put it with the rest of her things. Yeah, um, only only fire breath. Uh, breathe fire I, like a dragon. I mean, it seems fun. <laughs> if no one else wants it, I'm always fun uh, up for trying new things. I think it would be entertaining if Nick did it. Can he already Might be dangerous fire? with how much alcohol is on his breath already. I was about More to say, it's probably so, just already ignites. If I'm not mistaken, you don't need to roll to hit while breathing fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to take it there. <laughs> <laughs> He's right there. Grimhild, you're speaking in mechanics again. You've lapsed. No, I was meaning dodge roll. You don't have to do that to hit with it. You just have to spray it somewhere. <laughs> you don't have to aim. This should be good for Nick. Actually, we've been here. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Uh, you would think I wasn't, but I am here. <laughs> <laughs> I like to formally distance myself from the jokes. Um, so, with, so with the healing, uh, restore 4d4 plus 4 hit points. Uh, you might note that down, but also those of you with the uh, red-colored corks note that down, too. 
I put down potion of greater viscous healing. Yes, that'll work fine. Sounds dirty when you say it like that. Back to how I like it. Um, and this will probably paste like garbage, like most things from this is. But I'm gonna paste the other two into chat. Oh, uh, sorry. From from last session, real quick, I missed uh, the item description of the rod or the, uh, the wand I picked up. Its but... visual description is that it was relatively simple worked metal. Um, for the most part, uh, it was just gray metal at first. It's not silver. It seemed to have a few striding marks of uh, electrum, but mostly seems to be set into iron. It's relatively dark and gray and has is uh, tipped with the front of a ram at the very end of the rod. Were you asking the actual effects of it, though? Or were you just asking uh, the appearance? Effect. The effect is that whenever you make a spell attack with it, something that actually has an attack roll, you add plus one to that. Bitchin. Um, I that does not work on the damage, but it is to hit. I'll take it. That's honestly, I'd rather it be. I'd rather have plus one attack than plus one damage anyway. Oh, to be fair, yeah, it's it's very good to have plus one attack. So, uh, with all that resolved for now, uh, you continue back on the road. Uh, the tree cover is at first only heavy on your left as you retreat away from uh, the. Try was going to say the original thing to space out. Uh, as you leave away from the Bitterheart camp and wander back on the road you've traveled on a few times now, going by another, the same heavy worked stone bridge, leading to Lake Zarevich. Excuse me, Zarevich. More. Excuse me. I'm just the worst right now. You continue forward. The forest is less dead today. There's the sound of insects, a few cracking of branches off in the distance, but nothing heavy possibly game of some sort. As you continue weaving through one of the denser pieces of forest, though, the dark trees starting to cover pieces of the sunlight that you can get, there is a sound in front of you and a dark shape in the middle of the road. It's a wolf, a large one, singular, not surrounded by others, at least as far as you can tell. Dark black fur and a mane of thick quills sticking up from the corner of its neck. It's a good... 60 feet off from here. And it's standing resolute and still. What do you do? Like, you say large wolf. Do you mean large for a normal wolf? Large for a werewolf? Uh, is it large for Well, firstly, okay. No one will ever mistake a werewolf for a wolf in Innistrad. That's okay. not a thing. <laughs> Just letting you know. Werewolves are notable because of their large uh, arms that are uh, much more arm than they are front leg. Also, I see the kissing folks know a quill wolf when they see one. Yes. Yes, they are. Yes. However, quilled wolves are massive. They are near the size of a bear. They're as strong uh, as a grizzly bear. Are they solitary hunters? No. Not specifically or usually, no. They can be, but it's uncommon. They normally just hang out in the middle of the road. That seems particularly odd, especially marking. Are they road. particularly aggressive? They can be. They're potentially. When they enter into the fray, they are considerably more aggressive than a regular wolf, but. Be okay. careful. It's going to pretend to be injured. Then when we stop, the others are going to steal all our snacks. I mean, if we don't... I need those corn chips. <laughs> God damn it, James. <laughs> She's going to stop, mug you guys, take your wagon, get out of there. <laughs> the thief has stolen one bullet. Then you're going to next day, you're going to go wagon shopping. You're going to be like, hey, I reckon, recognize these wheels. Those are mine. <laughs> the thief has stolen eight oxen. What do you do? I admit, animals aren't my expertise. Flurio will look over at Grove. Leave it alone and try to go around? 
how so is it just literally in the middle of the road yes it's not directly facing you its eyes are directly facing you its body is tilted an angle to yourself facing out towards the forest well pointed out towards the forest obviously it is facing you it stances broad in a sturdy way that it could retreat but it seems comfortable and relaxed do we shout at it i wouldn't uh one second we offer respect always uh oh man i failed that super hard do we find a four-leaf clover to give it what were you rolling i was rolling nature he'll just go like ah get out of the way just try and make a loud noise like a bear. He's not Let paying me attention. at least try as the other nature person. <laughs> you could do it. That's why you got a good score. This was just me to see how bad to be fair, you hear, to, to be fair, I mean, you said you looked at Grove. No, it's not natural, I think. You hear... Yeah. Uh, one sec, actually. I need to check this. Comparatively, Grove rolled an 8 on a nature check. Illyria rolled a 24. Grimhild and Illyria, you hear a... <clears throat> sound from over next to it as you see its mouth open and a heavy black object fall out of it and it's then got a grenade <laughs> and then it turns its head to face back in the direction its body was pointed and trots off into the misty forest stepping between the branches conrad didn't notice so he's not gonna mention how fucking weird that is illyrial poke grove um oh hey a canerst invitation did you see that <laughs> a painted doll Ah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Illyria will jump out and go look at what it is. Wait, why are we stopping? The big just... wolf dropped a gift. Or in the trap. They did what now? Have you ever received a good gift from a wolf? Um, oh, all... shut that's up. That's a complicated question. Yes. <laughs> What's Conrad's opinion on that? Has he ever received a good gift from a wolf? I said shut up. You too? <laughs> God. <laughs> Voice in the sky. <laughs> oh, like, go over. Worship no false god. Sure. Uh, as you approach it, you find there is a nestled among some of the dust and dirt in the road. There is a key. It's heavy, about eight inches across, metal, large looped, several teeth. There aren't too many houses secured in such a elegant fashion. Many are simply barred. Um, so it's interesting to see one out here. It's mostly black metal, but it seems to have been relatively polished and isn't quite as rough as it could be. And you can see that there is uh, scrawling text across one part of the, uh, not handle, but length of it, I guess, shaft of the key. Uh, it just says a name etched into it. Richter. Is it by chance? Oh, okay. Richter. R-I-C-H-E, no, H-T-E-R. Like the earthquake scale? Mm, similar to that, yeah. She'll pick it up and bring it back. Because that wasn't foreboding as shit at all. Great. We uh, we have the key to his wolf house. Now, the answer is, is this an was this an invitation? It's a wolf house. Uh, uh, so when you share... ring of like a hundred keys. You may use all the this one. The last. When you share, <laughs> do you simply show that there's a key or do you share the name as well? Um, I'll share the name as well. It says Richter on it. Doesn't mean anything to me. Can I see it for a moment? Easily give it over to Can Smash I it. tell anything about the key with my um, sick perception? Sure. Uh, <laughs> roll that for me. It has roll been used in... actually, but roll investigate, not perception. It okay, has been used in roll? one lock. I'll allow you to keep the dice roll since you didn't know. Okay. Uh, investigation. That's only two less, so twenty-two. Oh, yeah, twenty-two. Nice. You look at it. Um. And the key doesn't bring any particular signs to you. 
The name definitely does. But the one other thing that is of interest about it is this text across its surface is in a very similar hand to a letter you saw penned very recently. If you That's guys want to roll insight or perception, <laughs> you hear Grimhild's teeth grinding. Oh, it's audio? It's just if you want to roll it. You don't actually have to succeed because the success is automatic. You see your teeth grind. Man, no one's going to even notice the difference. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, Illyria's standing right there. She'll be like, um, Gr Grimhild? I'm driving a different vehicle, so I probably don't notice. I was like, man, this wheels are squeaking really bad. Everything all right over there? We just got a big black key from a weird wolf. I've had stranger things happen this week. Yes, you have. Does the name mean anything to you, Grimhill? Uh, That's a fairly common name, especially in Stensia. Is it a common name? I mean, you're asking, like, if you're asking me, you don't know. You haven't been to Stensia. We've only got one character who's from Stensia, and she's the one who's either telling you the truth or lying to you. <laughs> Valid I a, point. I knew a if, Richter. If you, if you are not super trusting of what she's saying, you can roll. You can roll inside. I think Grove speaks up because I knew a Richter. A Richter hammock slam. It was Corp Lions. No, you didn't, out. Grove. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I make jokes? Because you wouldn't let me make mine. I knew a Richter. What's his first name, though? Richter Belmont. Shame he died to the vampires early. <laughs> All right, we're even now, Conrad. You can joke. Illyria will just sort of take her at face value and get back in the wagon. Why would you lie about something as simple as that? There's no need to lie. This group is completely trustworthy. It was the truth. All right, so where are we going on this map? So you continue back on the road after this. There doesn't seem to be any more sounds of this, though still the sounds of the forest. Uh, as traveling continues in earnest, you follow the uh, drawn map and a few of the signposts you were given. And instead of heading the other way that led you up the roads that marked Kresk and the Wizard of Wines, you instead turn the other direction, moving through a... Uh, essentially a corridor of trees, clear-cut. The path still shows some marks of where once had been uprooted and passed, and a few rotted stumps remain off to the sides, teeming with insects. However, you keep traveling through, and eventually you find yourself coming out into what amounts to a clearing. The areas ahead of you are mostly hills and rather than open plains, and they are quite steep and don't allow too much room to go to. However, you see in particular a large structure. So, as you come up that winding branch, the old fall, uh, old somber road, and it comes up on the slope to this spur that you can see this old mansion on. This sepulchral mansion, its turrets capped with fairy tale as cones, its towers lined with sculpted battlements. You can see that as time has passed, it hasn't been kind to this building. At least a third of it has collapsed, uh, part of the roof, but the rest seems relatively intact. There's a dark octagonal tower rising from some of the architecture scattered about. At this point in time, you can still see at least what it could have been before. Mighty and tall, but in this darkness and the fog and the sounds of the forest around you, it seems dead. Just a forgotten place against the mountains and countryside. And let's do a map change, shall we? Map change. I need to copy-paste all you guys from some map. What was the last map that you were all at? Uh, the fishing village, I think, and the, the pond. Yeah, that sounds right. 
I don't think we actually had tokens for the uh, the Bitheart village. Prepare some things and always forget to prepare the rest. It is okay. Someone's going to need to rotate uh, you and Grove back around there upside down when we get there. There. Alright. Copy all that. Oh, I need Ruprecht also. Get over here. Yeah, horse time. Snail time. Jail time. And then reveal areas. Not too many. Light. Oh, we're so tiny. We're so little. Are very little. Big map. So is uh, worth square, noting, like... they're 10 feet across. I made the grid smaller. It won't necessarily line up forever, but I made the grid smaller so that you can actually God. place your things the correct degree. It's, Damn. it's rough. Like, I, There's not a better way to do this, I'm afraid. Okay. So the stairs are 60 feet across? Good fucking lord. Jesus. It was a fortress. What do you want? 60 feet, though. What do you fucking want, James? What about Angel Fortress do you not understand? <laughs> you think the angels aren't a big deal, James? Don't you turn this you around see where on your me. Faith flies. Hey, uh, hey, Max. Yeah, what's up? What's this big statue thing in the middle? It's an angel. Is it? It looks like a dragon from it's above. A, it's, it's a dragon. It's an angel. Oh. <laughs> it's originally a dragon, but it's an angel. Gotcha. gotcha. Understood. Is it a specific angel? Is it Avison? <laughs> Chill out for a moment. I'm revealing things. I'm getting the map revealed. I'll describe things in a moment, I swear. Give me the story, Max. I need it. We're getting there. Rupex <laughs> on the on the statue now. <laughs> Rupex, get out of there. That's not for you. He's climbing it sideways like Skyrim. So as you approach into the opening, there's quite a few grass around, relatively well maintained. There's the dirt road with some gravel sprinkled across it that greets you as you pull up alongside of this immense fortress. But that mostly, while not poorly taken care of and with various plants and other uh, life pushing out of it, it seems still the grass hasn't fully tread back onto it. In the way of the entry, you see perched across a t uh, 20-foot wide and about 10-foot high, cube is not the correct term, rectangular prism I think is technically the correct term, Sick. <laughs> block, uh, block of granite. There is a moss-covered statue of an angel. It has relatively large wingspan and is holding a scythe like those of the host those that follow the horse host of herons carried. To look upon it, it doesn't seem specifically to be Sigarda, but it is definitely an angel of some import, especially how she is enshrined here. Even with the moss covering her, she appears graceful and resplendent. Oppose of cautious power. Larry is so hyped. Sigarda's the best. The statue is gazing east, directly towards the mansion. It looms over the entryway, even though there is space leading to it. So, what do y'all do? Does anyone want to make camp here for the night? We don't know what's in there. It hasn't been long enough for you to be able to take a nap, actually. Oh. The day is relatively young. You did the like first thing you did in the day was go fight a fish. Alright, I lost track of how long the travel time would take to go to the Bitter Hearts. And then Relatively pretty short. Like, the amount of time to get there was, like, 15 minutes. To here, it's, like, another half an hour. Yeah, we spent, Saying like... you spent you spent a couple okay. hours there, so in total, like, you're looking, this is around maybe three. Never mind, the thing I said was silly and short-sighted. Ah, <laughs> uh, we might want to take a little break for Mr. Nicky over here to sober up. Probably tap some of the boot. I, I'm fine. I... I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Those trees look like they had a little, uh, would disagree with you. What happened to the trees? I'm not really sure what you mean. Playing with your new toy. Uh-huh. And you missed, like, a drunken idiot. Were you aiming for the trees? I'm fine. 
Okay. <laughs> Ruprecht, have you ever been here? I haven't been many places before you called me. Mainly out in other places. Kinds with lots of grass. They were pleasant. I apologize. <laughs> For what? Bringing Sweet. me to battle? Sure. Battle. My calling is to serve. Also to eat nice grass. And that's been happening anyway. Good. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> uh, how close to the ground are the windows on the uh, parapet on the northwest? Or the the tower? That's a good question. Oh, goody, it doesn't specifically say. <laughs> Why would it, right? <laughs> yeah. Why would anyone ever go through a window? It's not like adventures do this and all like, the time. Honestly, if it was a fortress meant to fight off invaders, probably not ground level. I was about to say, uh, the fortress, while definitely not meant for outright warfare, was still a military fortress. Uh, anything relating to the church is in some way related to military in some sense. And, I mean, worth mentioning that, in the large doors you can see up the massive staircase, that even those are marked with a large shape of Afton's collar wrought in iron. The windows, some of them are more akin to arrow slits, similarly designed in the shape of her collar. Um, but a couple of them are close to actual windows that one could look out from. They are still relatively narrow and require slipping through. But they're a uh, good 15 feet off the ground. What about that tower to the south that's all broken down? What does that look like? Uh, it appears to be a tower that is broken down. Does it look <laughs> like it be easily infiltrated in through that? The walls seem to have collapsed open completely. Stone, masonry, and support structures having poured out. What little wood you can see seems to have rotted and decayed for the most part. Uh, inside, it seems strewn with dirt and debris, but open, yes. Well, a fortress is basically a bowl. Uh, I appreciate the analysis. Best entered from the top. Uh, so you mentioned the, the windows are 15 feet off the ground? Correct. I'm gonna stand on Ruprecht's saddle and look in one of them. <laughs> you have a big fucking horse. I always forget. I that. don't think your horse is 10 Nine feet tall. <laughs> look at my horse. This horse your is horse amazing. Your horse is quite tall. Don't get me wrong. And, and, then, but... and then I'll hop up and hoist myself on the ledge, okay? <laughs> Alright, uh, make me I'm an athletic check. You are aware... If I make the horse fly, I can easily transport us to the top. You don't need to do that yet. Would you rather alert whoever is in there before we are I'm atop just looking. the fortress? I got a natural six, which means 13. 13. That wasn't a particularly difficult check. You're fine. Just do a pull up. As you uh, stand atop Ruprecht, you move over to the window area. And using him as support, you grasp some of the edges of masonry, a few of the pock marks that rain has created over time, giving you a better sense of a handhold, and you heft yourself up with a bit of a leap. While holding yourself in place, you peek through the window and get a good view inside of the room. Inside, uh, you seem to be peering through some tattered velvet drapes, moth-eaten and decayed. They're very tall, slender windows, as you can see from outside. Uh, now up here, where there seem to be less of an uh, arrow slit to the point you're at, they seem beautiful. Not quite stained glass, though shapes rotten amongst it. One of them on yours, depicting an angel holding a sheep. Inside, you can see there are furnishings that at one point must have been of some sort of finery. Not Nepalian finery, but the type that you would see in a better-off establishment of the church. But now it seems to be lying in disarray, scattered with dust and cobwebs, giving a not tragic, but just empty tableau. You can see in the, at the ceiling there's a damaged brass chandelier. It's also covered with 
images that appear to have at one point depicted angels holding forward flames. But as it is, uh, it doesn't seem to be in much of a working condition, some of them bent out of shape. Inside from there, however, you can see there are doors to two other rooms. Aha, uh-huh. so I see. I'll head back. You drop back down onto Rufric with a bit of a thump, and then return to the rest of the group. Alright, that tower's clear. Clear of? Anything. Okay. All that's in there is busted up furniture. Some, some nice stained glass. I suppose I could try and look in the main room. I want to see the broken down tower. Well, go figure out the tower. I, I can, uh... How, how is the, uh... Like, are there any proper handholds for getting up to, like, the higher windows of the the uh, fort itself. Any suspicious outcroppings that an assassin could climb? When you're saying higher up, are you meaning just any of the given windows? Are you meaning like second story? Yeah, or? yeah. you mentioned that the windows are not ground level for martial <laughs> reasons, which makes sense. It so. wouldn't be great for an average individual. However, you're trained at scaling things and entering through unexpected means. It wouldn't be too difficult for you. To bring your pipe. Especially, especially with the age that is taking place at this building. All right. You know, it's funny. I have a burglar bag. I wonder if that has climbing stuff in it. Let's check. Almost assuredly. Uh, let me see here. No one uses their adventuring pack. Yeah, ten python, ten pythons. Well, then you would crowbar. assuredly be able to do it. You are not in a rush, and therefore you have the time that you could do it. You don't even have to roll if you want to use those. All right, yeah. So while they're checking out the tower, you will, you know, hear the tink, tink, tink as he tries to make an impromptu. Yeah. Series of uh, which particular section are you look uh, wanting to look in on? Uh, I'll that do the one? part. Oh, wait, let me. That one. Is there a hotkey to zoom out? Oh, here we go. Uh, the bar on the top right. Yeah, there's that bar. I don't know. No, but way. it's not like whenever I mess with that, it like throws me around the screen. Scroll like, wheel is the other one I know. <laughs> there we go. Um, so I guess probably like over here. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Where are you clicking? Oh, I see it. Now. Uh, so just one of those two windows? Yeah. Sure. Uh, you set to putting in a few of those pegs, uh, not needing really to particularly rope yourself up for this distance, just enough of them to be handholds for you to monkey yourself up on. As you start getting solid grips on them and working it into the older stone walls at this point, you pull yourself up to one of the windows. Um, and the first thing you see when you get up to it, though it was at one point depicting fine stained glass in the form of easily recognizable. This one is Sigarda, the host of Herons herself, surrounded in resplendent autumn. To look through it, however, you don't see much. The colors are muted because of no ability for light to travel through in either direction. It seems to have been covered with some thick substance on the other side, stringy and white. Take a piece of that glass. It's worth plus one plus oh. Also, so that it, would start going mad. <laughs> was part of it broken, or is all of it just covered with this stuff? It doesn't seem to be broken. It seems to be dirty and unmaintained, but not broken. It just seems the other side is layered with this, whatever it is. Um, he's gonna try. He had to have a hammer for the pythons, so he is going to just like try to break it open. I mean, it's not like consecrated anymore sure. or whatever. Some members of the church would uh, have issue, but you're not with any of those people, I don't think. <laughs> it's not the glass, it's holy. As you impact into it, you hear the ch of it breaking, but it doesn't go too far as you push forward. Though you break through it, it pushes back against this whatever it is surface on the other side. As you do so, the other moves backwards, the impression of your force being carried with it. 
before it sinks forward again a little bit. The glass doesn't even tinkle as it falls, however, as it gets caught entirely against the substance, seemingly stuck in place. Uh, roll me perception check. All right, who gooped my church? Man, I didn't want to up. I was going to say it is now when Conrad said it isn't holy. <laughs> who gooped my church, the new... Uh, uh, that's an 11 in the 90s. It's pretty obvious to tell now that you're at this proximity and pushing against it that this is some sort of thick webbing it's caught against. Ah, hell. Heavy okay. buildup from spiders of some sort, though it seems strange that it's this thick and large. Great, now it's the spider fort. How bad is spider spawning again? Depends on how many things have died. All right. Yep. He will let everyone know that. Uh, it's an easy enough matter for you to descend down again. Um, as you do so, do you recollect your pythons or do you leave them there for now? I'll leave them there for now. Sure. With ease, you manage to... Uh, are you doing so with haste to root back with the others or at your own leisure? No. It's... Yeah, he's just climbing down. Sure. Uh, yeah, Nick walks back to meet up with the rest of you. Uh... Okay, you know, let me start this with a question. How do all of you feel about spiders? Depends on the spider. Hesitance. Best pinned up in a collection. They're rather nice to talk to sometimes. Unfortunately, we can't just burn the thing down. No, no. Um, yeah, because you can't even see through the windows. Too much uh, web. Great, great. All right, let's go check out the, uh, the broken tower that we were going to check out before we learned this awful new fact. So you're going to investigate the closer of the two collapsed towers? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, everyone feel free to move your pogs in that direction. I, I guess I can move you most of the way. Ah. There. Now move from here. We're so tiny. Okay. As you step inside, it's a bit of an incline, mostly covering over rubble and debris that have been scattered from this. Uh, everything smells of old... Wood, uh, water damaged wood, the scent of fungus at work. It's not hazardous accumulations of mold, but it's nature as it does. The room is empty and exposed to the elements. You see a few pieces of grass poking through some of the stonework now, but beyond that, it seems relatively empty. Uh, a couple of the windows are still partially in place. They seem to depict uh, varying angels. One of them seems a bit damaged beyond really being able to tell who it's supposed to depict. Um, another one, though, uh, you can definitely tell is an image of Sigarda once again, wings spread broadly. It's brilliantly made. You can see even in the stained glass the intended shape of rays pouring between her wings. But at this time, it's damaged. A few chips on it and covered in dirt and other windblown muck. Oh, the webs might be holding this place together. It's worth mentioning, as before, that it seemed only this side of it was really destroyed. Right. The main part of the fort seemed relatively well taken, well, not well taken care of, but in good shape. It seemed poorly maintained, but sturdy. This section has fallen, um, and obviously once one part gave way, the rest of it weren't, wasn't too happy to stay around. But as for the rest of the fort, it still seemed sturdy and upright. And the room you looked in, though, dusty and... <laughs> old it didn't at least seem exposed to the elements of nature this seems like a suitable entry point corner entrance can't be attacked from all directions at once as we go in yeah, uh, if you like i can secure if you like nick can i confide something in you uh that's certainly a thing you can do yeah i fucking hate spiders <sighs> that's 
Nobody likes spiders. I do. Nobody likes spiders. Well, you'll have a chance to prove. All right, let's see what I got. Starts throwing stuff out of his burglar's pack. Uh, <laughs> Just th- start throwing out skeleton keys and crowbars. <laughs> Bags of ball bearings. Hey, those were one of the skeleton keys gets up and start moving away. Get back here. <laughs> oh no, it's regenerating skeleton key. I will turn you. <laughs> and then I will turn you in the lock. God damn it. I realized that right as you started it. <laughs> good, good, because I didn't. Um so he's got he's got ten feet of string and fifty feet of rope. Cool. Um, that's 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 uh fifty feet of strong. Pull chain and sixty feet of weak pull chain. <laughs> well, when you're ready to catch a spider under a box that you bait with a small fly, you're ready right. to go. Who has the biggest box? Everyone looks at Faustus. He's talking about covering his their their entrance, but um, yeah, he's gonna set it up so that um, we have a trip wire. If they trip the wire, the ball bearings fall, and we'll be able to hear whatever chuckle fuck uh, has broken the strap. You do realize that spiders are going to be infinitely more able at handling ball bearings than we are. If a spider comes through, then we have bigger problems than what sort of trap I have laid. Like, unless you want me to just set up, I got oil and candles. That is even. Uh, well, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll talk. No, no, this is this is anti-human measures. You know, just in case. In case there's some sort of Spider-Man in there. No, no. Oh God, there there could be Spider-Man, couldn't there? You've been in Nefalia, you know what some of the scientists create. It's never good. I want paintings. Paintings of these Spider-Men. <laughs> are, are they strong? Listen, bud. <laughs> I'm excited to these spiders. Alright, let's go, kid. Um, if you're attempting to set that up, uh, make me either an intelligence check or a dexterity check. Either tying it well or tying it knowing how to set it up. One of the two. Okay. That sounds like dexterity. I mean, he'd prefer dexterity, I'm certain, but I'm voicing this if anyone else tried it. <laughs> I think is there is there like a trapper's kit still? Like I, I don't, don't think there is. I'm gonna watch Nick do this first before Grove does anything. He's used to trees and underground <laughs> stuff, not this ruined bullshit. Yeah, no, this Usually is basically <laughs> like a peg in a wall and the the string laid across it, and then going up so that if the, if the wire, if the rope gets tripped, then the bag falls. It's sure. You're just also rolling to make sure that it's well put together and also not immediately obvious. No, no, no. I was just describing what it looks like. Sure, gotcha. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, what'd you get? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, it's a bit of monkeying to get it around exactly where you need it to be, but it's relatively simple enough once you get the string tangled in the right position. You lightly test the force of it, and you can see as it begins to pull at the edge, and you immediately retract your finger before you set it off entirely yourself. And which particular part were you putting it at? The actual doorway you're going to be through and just have everyone step over, or...? Yeah. I mean, it's the kind of thing where, you know, it's, it's, a, it's not a claymore. If he points it out, uh, they should be able to get over it, so... Of course it's not a claymore. That wouldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not Nick's baby rogue hands. <laughs> Need to, you need to bump up your strength. <laughs> Sneak attack of the Claymore, of course, the true path. Hey, there's nothing explicitly wrong with that build. You can't sneak attack the Claymore. That's something explicitly okay. wrong with that build. Okay, so there's something explicitly wrong with that build. It doesn't mean it's not viable. I was pretty sure. To use a greatsword with an assassin. 
What's the drop rate on the bitter hard side sword? <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell you how long I was farming vampires for humanity. <laughs> I don't even get why they drop it, but there you go. Hey, this could be a Dark Souls zone. This fucking angel fort. <laughs> you just hear the click, click, plays that, and then it starts speeding up. Oh god, that's a wheel! <laughs> all, all I'm saying is... My love for that game aside, if we can only hit this boss in its ass and its face, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> if you see a treasure chest, check the chain. All right. So I guess we get in there. Sure. Is there um, any, anyone who has reason not to go into this font? I mean, I do. I'm going anyway. Well, you could leave its relics for the forces of corruption to take, or we could make use of them. Right. I could use some more spider fangs. I'm more interested in seeing what Stintzian spiders look like. And I'm fairly spiders certain werewolves don't burst into flames when entering holy places. Spiders ahoy! So, you step inside. The room is, at one point, was clearly, again, like many other places, relative finery, especially for going out this far into Stensia. But the state of how long ago was in disrepair. Maybe the everywhere else was more prosperous. But you can see as you enter, there is rubble strewn throughout most of the chamber caused by the partial collapse of the rooms above it, as well as its own wall. Uh, you can see that the floor is fine pink marble, and you can see amidst it fallen chandeliers, broken amongst chairs and other furnishings. But everywhere you can see thick, torn webs scattered about. Large, stringy structures, wall-to-wall ceiling, what little of it there remains, connected to floor. And amongst it you can see motion. Even from now, you can see the shapes of smaller spiders moving throughout it, but you don't see too much response to your entry immediately. Uh, you can all make me perception checks. Oh boy, oh boy. Also, please move yourselves into like the first area of the room where appropriately you think you would be going. Was the room for Ruprecht to come in? Uh, they're not through that doorway. Okay. You didn't it's go okay. around through the collapsed wall. so He can, he can stand watch. Hey, look, delicious string scattered. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I got... Okay, I've clearly got the spider jitters. Spitters. The spitter jitters. I, I got a six. Uh, Grimhild and Illyria both got 17s. Uh, I got a six. But it could have been a 17. <laughs> but it could have been a 17, which I think makes me feel worse. I don't think I've rolled a trip, a double, a double digit yet on the die. Those who haven't put their characters into the room, please do so. No, I'm scared. <laughs> Everyone who wants to bonus their savings throw, get in my square. Uh, oh, dog will go here. Yeah, that's a pretty tiny. big map. We're so tiny. Oh, Where cool! I? I can move everyone. Who did you move? I moved Grimhild. Did you? Yeah. That stop! God damn it! <laughs> I was <gonna laughs> you put you back. shouldn't ask for confirmation. <laughs> Except within ten feet of you, right? These are ten foot squares. Oh. The big ones. That's why we're so tiny. You should get back a little bit. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> not, the not, worst. Not, I knew this the time. Worst. I knew. That also. Oh, I love. Poor dog. I hate James. <laughs> oh, okay. I hate, that, hate, thank you. That is very clear. <laughs> Let me tell you how much I've hated you since I began to live. Enough for spider. My, okay. my radar ping isn't as impressive as usual. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you all enter the room. You begin looking around. The small spiders are there. And I'm, when I say small, they're <laughs> larger than average spiders and very unpleasant to those of you who are bothered by their motions. They're clicking and chittering as they move marching orders, intended paths as if they haven't noticed you whatsoever throughout the webs. 
it shaking like a blanket with someone shivering beneath. Like palm-sized spiders or larger? Some of them larger, size of small rats. Well, large rats even. But nothing particularly big you see at first until Lyrian Grimhild, knowing that this wouldn't make any sense for these scale of webs, you look to the place where you would need to check for a spider, up on the walls above you. There she is. Two of them, clinging to the sides of the wall. Massive. The size of a draft horse easily, clinging to the wall and carefully lowering themselves down almost silently as you gaze up at them. They look down on you and continue descending, arms out to the side as you have not moved yet. What do you do? Gonna cast speak with animals. <laughs> sure. Um, as you uh, bring a hand up to the side of your throat and caress along the side of it, it once again colors up with green light that washes across the front of your mouth. Uh, what about you, Grimhild, since you also noticed? Um, I mean, spiders aren't malicious. They're dangerous, but they're not malicious. If I see her trying to talk, speak with animals or whatever, uh, do I know if these guys are jumpy spiders? Like, if I move away from the wall, could they not reach me until they come down? With their size and leg structure, they should be able to move to where you are, but they're unlikely to be able to leap at you. It's unlikely to be more dangerous unless you move too close to other spiders that may be hidden throughout the web. Class Arachnida, Subphylum Chilicerata, Phylum Arthropoda, Kingdom Animalia. Yeah, I guess speak with animals works. Thanks. I prefer speak with fungus. Not a spell, though speak with plants is, and I think it gets calculated under that, even though that's wrong. By the way, spiders originated in the Pennsylvanian period. So, uh... Valeria, what do you do? And does anyone tell anyone else about the spiders looming uh, overhead? I'm going to motion to everyone else, like point at my eyes, point up at the spiders, and then I'm going to pull out a crossbow and Arcelia's crossbow. So, Here. you say you like spiders pinned there, Faustus. They're less than 10 feet above your heads at this point. Oh, so I instead draw my sword. Or no, my axie thing and my Arcelia's, and not and Arcelia's cross, not my cross. Someone All right. Else's. This is getting personal. No, just like Charlotte's Web. Come on. Whoa. Hold on. <laughs> what is Charlotte's Web? <laughs> I remember that story. It's the girl who got eaten by spider. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lost in the woods. It went poorly for her. And her pet pig. <laughs> really, it was a foolish idea to take to try and save the pig to begin with. They should have just eaten it like they like they do with other animals. This is the lesson, kids. Don't be selfish with farm stuff. <laughs> thus, thus leading to the Don't eat pork. That's leading to Stency and saving. Saving the pig. <laughs> a foolish action that seems to be good-hearted. Really, kids, don't save your bacon. So, as they descend, what do you call out to them? I said hello, in a very cheerful voice. They slow down, the motion of their legs catching against the side of the wall. The one directly above you tilts its head in a fraction to the right. Hello. How are you doing today? Hungry. I can tell. We are not good food. This seems wrong. What? Others like you have been good food. We're too pointy and poisonous. It wouldn't be good for you. Many are pointy. Many are They stop pointy. being pointy after long. True. Can you tell me how long you've been here? Both of you? Years. Whiles. Time. It's been many. Many darkness. Many lights. What happened when you came here? It was empty. Did you find the place like this? There was space. Space for our young. I can see your beautiful children. They are many. Have you taken the entire place? This is our home. Open. Of course. Open for us. Yes, open for us. 
Where did you come from? I haven't seen beautiful spiders like you for well, many a while. I guess that is important that I neglected to do, even though I intended to and brought up open a reference. To gaze upon these spiders, they are something different than even you see in Kessig. They have a different pattern to their body. They are large, as large as some of the ones you encounter out in Kessig, but are a more chitinous black. They have spines across their limbs, and the front mandibles are heavy. You can see as they drip with liquid. Definitely poisoned by the looks of it. They're two-layered, larger outside ones for immediate defense, then smaller ones on the inside for when they drag them in and desiccate them. The limbs are long and gangly, considerably larger than a bulbous body that you see on some of the ones in Kessig. Center body relatively small, but stocky. And uh, instead of a fur pattern, they seem to be shiny, not iridescent, but glossy. There's a white pattern in the middle, a dot striated with four lines around it that bend slightly, giving almost the shape of a flower, but entirely in white. They're speckled, and their eyes are iridescent green. What was your last question? Where did they come from? The woods were broad, empty, except for the things that we didn't like there. What did you like there? only now. The beasts that obey him. The wolves? The wolves. The other one. Bats. And bears. What are the other ones? Anything. Many creatures listen to him. The storms listen to him. Yes, the storms listen to him. We are going the trees blow. Many fell. Many homes destroyed. We now have home. You'll be very safe here, I'm sure. You are interesting food. I'll I've never eaten one who could talk to us. I'm going to make you an offer, because I know it is something you are worthy of. You will not eat us, and we will not hurt a single one of your children, because we are going to help take care of him. He is far from here. The he entire is. woods listens to him. The entire mountains listen to him. Storms also listen to him. You are strange food. Also take that as a... But still food. Not good food. I've you seen your siblings over in Keswick, where I lived. Don't know of Keswick. Very but big forest. Are here. Very large forest, taller than even this fort. Very large spiders. I know of no such forest. I am from there. And the spiders there, about your size, but brown. And more hair-like. Hair-like food. Hair-like bears. Like food. If you eat bears. When they are foolish enough to stray, yes. How often do you get food? Not often enough. As I, we will leave, and Why it will be good. I ignore a meal now. Because it will benefit you better later. You will have more food later. I don't understand why that would happen. Because we're going to take care of it, and then no the wildlife will come back. I have, I do not see why this would happen. It takes a few cautious steps further down the wall. The she spines will, pushing into the side of the stone. She will uh, cast uh, by the fire in hand cantrip. Because we are more than just food. We are dangerous people. Sounds and it will not do like well for you. Sounds to everyone else. Negotiations are going good. To everyone else. <laughs> you hear sounds from both of them. It's relatively quiet. It's a lot of clicking. From both sides. One spider seems to have been taking more headway. Though as it does so, it began taking a few cautious steps forward before Illyria's hand blossomed with flame. Uh, however, actually... Important distinction. Uh, is Produce Flame a concentration spell? I do not think. Let me see. I think it might be. One action important. self. One action self. Okay, then you're fine. Then leave if you are dang too dangerous. Will you let us? It takes a I few steps back and you can see as the flame glints off its eyes. Leave. Thank you. She's going to close the flame, go back to kind of English and be like, we need to go. What? No. No, no, we need to go. Why? 
They're letting us go. We came here for a reason. If we leave, we've accomplished nothing. Um, They're giant spiders. We can kill them. Yes, but there's also thousands of children that will come to help them. Or will come and kill them and take everything in the fort. And And we can torch the fort, but it'll destroy everything we came for. Not necessarily. Spiders burn more easily than metal. Most of the fort is stone. There are quite a few areas that are reinforced with wood and some metal bands on wood to make sure it stays in place, but for the most part it is a stone structure. They agreed to let us go and not eat us. And what happens well, to the next travelers who come here? Probably next... get eaten. But they're not eating us on the prop on the understanding that we are going after Maurer. They're afraid of Maurer. Maurer drove them out of his ho- out of their home. How about Lear, you're not going to like this. So please bear with. We need to go in here. I know you don't want to hurt them. So tell I don't them mind that. hurting them, but I don't think we'll win is the issue. Oh, I think it'll be tough. I mean, come on. It's not like the first time the spiders, you know, got numbers on us. I'm saying offer them a deal. A show of strength. We'll get rid of half and then the other half will leave us alone. And if they don't, well, we'll just get rid of the other half. I don't. They're not quite if we're, smart. If we're different killing any if we kill them all like that's... yeah they won't the instant you kill a child our lives are forfeit in their eyes do spiders care about their children because usually so. they eat them or they eat each other i mean i'm basing my analysis of spider fam- familial understanding <laughs> spiders, on Aragog from harry potter so. spiders do actually raise their young for a while it's not particularly like loving oh. it's just a biological reflex I mean, a lot of them will just snack on them, or they'll eat their babies will eat each other. Sure, like, that also happens, but they do actually a... still procure food for them. It's not like they yeah. care for them. They just There's, they produce yeah. for them. Again, I'm basing my understanding of spider society off Aragog of Harry Potter, so... I don't know what Additionally, that is. Additionally, though, once you get up to giant spider scale, you need to take more care when you can't reproduce as frequently. It's so the they have a slightly spider, different instinctual nature. The fact is, they know who Maurer is. Reach. They know who Maurer is, and he took their homes from them, and they are afraid of him. They know that he can control storms, he can control wolves, bats, anything in that forest. Either convince them to let us loot this place, or... I mean, that's it, really. The enemy right. of our enemy is always our friend. Especially when the enemy of our enemy is a huge spider. Yes, I was... Th- that would be the corollary to that. <laughs> Are there any uh, like web bundles around of like victims? From here, it's difficult to see through some of the, just the thick web scattered about, but get clustered against walls, there are definitely a few marks of dense web bundles. You're not entirely sure which one of all, all of them are victims or egg sacs or what have you. A few of them are definitely notable. A few of them are definitely clearly creatures from the woods, uh, considering the sheer size of them made them impractical to fully cocoon. Um, There are a couple bears and at least a stag or two. Um, But as for egg sacs versus smaller things, it's difficult to tell. But they're almost (laughs) certainly a sign that such a thing has happened. I have to say, there's not much moral consistency in these arguments. Are we protecting travelers or looting the fort? I think it's always been clear that our motives are different. Honestly, I don't think many travelers would come here unless they're prepared to fight things that would have silenced a fort full of angels. I don't know. Did the spiders mention any visitors? Not once they didn't eat. Food lingers. We are talking. <laughs> we are discussing. You. I, lo- I love this. This is just like... <laughs> 
<laughs> as you turn back to face it, it has, it has moved another step closer again. There are oh, no, human it's... things here that we wish to take. So, like, hey, trap-based predator, be patient, please. <laughs> it has a lot of steps it can take <laughs> in a very short amount of time. There are human things we wish for here. Will you allow us to take them then, Leaf? Human things are trivial. They're to you. amongst our webs now. Would you be willing to give them to us so that we do not have to traverse your webs and ruin them? I'm sorry. I would know more. Is it going well? She kind of shrugs. <laughs> <sighs> you are leaving my stomach. I understand. My compatriots want the human thing. They do not respect you and your beauty the way I do. If they wish to be. I understand, but I don't wish them to be. Again, we do not want to hurt you or your children, but we want the human. Still we do, because they wish to talk. Much as we talk, they wish to talk. This long, tiresome, You have bears over there, and stags. They're not giving us much longer. Okay, they don't speak English. I'm just letting you know. I'm gonna open fire for a second. And... <laughs> I <sighs> even Fuck. even from here, as it voiced that their hunger could not be satiated. You can tell, not saying anything to try and uh, make this course of action not viable. It's just worth mentioning. Uh, you can tell from here that there is more activity amongst the web. Larger things moving through it as you see them bulge outwards, like someone pushing up from underneath a blanket. In other words, these aren't the only big spiders. It's what it seems. She'll sigh. There are more larger ones I'm coming, like potion, and right? I haven't talked to them yet. Fire if we're boy. going to if we're going to torch the place, we need to do it now. They're not giving us time. Where are they? I start inching towards the door. I'm like, yeah. Shit. What? so now you want me to drink? Uh, or if Faustus wants to burn stuff, I'll do it if no one else true. wants. To. Faustus, Faustus does know how to make a rolling sphere of fire. Oh, I know better than that. Park it in the doorway. Let's let's give them, you know, the classic. Well, let's let's head mostly out and then like be like, psych, fireball. We'll wait outside nah. the door. I don't like them. Just go bowling. Do people like that idea? Yeah. It has been lovely to meet you. We are leaving though. Depart. As we shall. As it turns out, there's no rule in the Abyssinian code of betraying spiders. They're dicks sometimes. We think they're spiders. They're not even sentient. Like I think that some magic bullshit let's whatever i'll be real with you like she has spider fangs on her druidic like pact she's fine with killing spiders <laughs> I mean, to be fair, real she's, bad. she's fine with killing anything yeah, yeah i mean so, it's just this doesn't seem this like this guy might have battle. a magic interest in me fucking stabbing <laughs> while we're walking out i'm going to just suggest uh conrad stick with faustus as we're leaving faustus do your thing and be back through. Should yes. I uh, take take the cork off this thing or what? Uh, I think Faustus has it. You can hold that, keep that for right the moment. In case though, save it for a particularly dramatic moment. Grove is just gonna grab you and just shake his head like, "God damn, stubborn asshole!" Just like walk <laughs> yeah, no, out. He was about to be like, "Make sure we take the pup." I will say before you head out, you can see from the areas that weren't covered in webbing in there that there were three other doors that connected to the main structure in. All of them seem to be completely closed. In fact, viewing around this room, including the collapsed wall and other collapsed tower, it seems that this is the only area other than the upper floor that seems to be exposed to the elements and as far maybe where the spiders are contained. Ooh. On second thought, this game is based on milestones, not experience points. <laughs> Let's get in there is what you're saying. Well, actually, no, because they specifically said there's a bunch of cool human shit that they're just shoving their webs. 
Yeah, we don't want to set fire to that. No, like we could set fire to it, and it should be fine unless it's like. Oh no! This incredibly powerful wooden staff. There might be this tome that has a spell on it. I all these scrolls. No, really, wizards are the most susceptible to fire burning for their cool stuff. And fuck wizards, druids too. Druids are pretty bad about that too. Yeah. I have blight, by the way, on a scroll. If that'll help with anything. You can kill everything here with your staff. No. Not in one swoop. No, you crack it, right? Oh, no, no. that was something different. Never mind. That's, Ignore me. Specifically, it's not just murder everything in a radius. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, blight is a very specific, specific term. Um. Okay, so okay. do you want to just go around rather than through? How, how closely grouped are the spiders? The two that you saw were very near each other. Um, their legs were within five feet of each other. Um, as for the other ones, the webbing covers quite a bit of the room. It's not necessarily entirely too dense to travel through. It would more delay you than anything. Um, but as for larger spiders in there, you're not sure. Smaller spiders, pretty close. There definitely like, what... like there could be quite a few larger spiders in there, though, considering that we're t- there were two just near the opening as you entered. Let's I'm currently assuming about a thousand small spiders. Do you want to search the place first before we fight spiders? In case there's like off, yes. a sort of spider killing. <laughs> Seems unlikely. So right, I'm trying to get an idea of the so the foyer is full have. of spiders, but probably not the rest. You say foyer, but this isn't really an entrance room. So, you just chose to enter through here. Really, this room is to look at what it should have been based on the chandeliers and fine uh, windows and the pink marble floors. It probably was at one point a ballroom. Oh man, party room full Why of spiders. Why does have a ballroom? Because it's also a house. Because you can't be fighting all the time, Grimmy. You gotta open up and just have a good time sometimes. It's not purely no, it's just a military fort, because worth remembering is that no one was actively like at war is a thing, you know? Yeah. War wasn't a thing here. It was a religious fort as well as a military base of okay. sorts, but they had to entertain guests at times, at one point it seems at least. Alright. Yeah, I think we should check the place out and then we can take care of these spiders because, yeah, it's potential. I mean... Worth, note, worth noting also, uh, this room has like my favorite of any location name in the game, which is just Spider Ballroom. Oh my god. <laughs> Spider ball. Uh, spider right in the spider ball. balls. <laughs> Bring oh, me yeah. pictures of spider balls. <laughs> no, please don't. Whoa, Jameson. You got some highly, highly specific requests. I say we just kick it open the front door. Listen, they're going on our After Dark website. Uh, all right. Faust is yeah. going to head to the back of the tower here. Sure. Yeah, let's all go. Can we can we fit out these little things over right. here? Watch your step. Yeah, no, that's where you came in from. That yeah, why don't we go up those. here and go up this way? I motion to you guys. Yeah. I think the the best way to do this. Uh, can we talk for a minute? Go call uh, everyone over to where he's standing. I mean, sure. Assuming it's out of Spider Town. Faustus, are uh, are we out of earshot of the spiders? It's hard to tell. I, I just keep. <laughs> but do you know? Of... Uh, do you know the hearing quality of a spider? I'm yes, stand I have very good survival <laughs> skills. I don't think that gave you that specific one. It may have given you its predation range. I'm, I'm uh, to... That said, like being quiet, you'll probably be fine. I mean, they can't stand. understand English. It's fine. Yeah, that also helps. I'm going to stand outside the tower. Faustus, you have never wanted to talk to someone in the entire time I've known you. You're right. I'll cast a fireball right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually, is it actually fireball? Yes, I have a true uh, fireball keep now. Keep in mind, those are, yeah, those are 10 foot. 
Question: so, Radius uh, twenty foot radius. Oh, they're ten foot radius. Also, yeah, but worth also squares. thinking about: What is the radius of the fireball? Can you weave it through that doorway? Why? Uh, you just have to pick a point, and then when it hits the point, it explodes in a twenty foot uh, burst. I thought fair, but I also think logically. <laughs> well, I thought that's why we have a door there. God damn it, Faustus! If you were at the door, you could definitely do it. One sec, let me read over the spell in particular. It might be narrower on firing it before. It Why explodes. is Faustus in particular so hell bent on killing spiders? Because <laughs> they're in the way. Come on, it's no, Faustus. They're, they're, they're really not in the way. <laughs> because he can now. <laughs> that, I think that's the real <laughs> reason. Is, is okay, the yes, he wanted to try out his fireball. That makes sense. <laughs> I wish he would have told us that instead, so we could have bitten in the bottleneck yeah. instead of over in here. Charge into the flames. <laughs> Into the spider flames. Uh, adventuring, spell list, compulsion, gate, fire bolt, fire storm, another page. Fire bolt's too far. <laughs> At least I'm not lying to the spiders. A bright streak what? flashes from your pointing finger to a point you choose within range and blossoms with a royal roar. Yeah, so it's a narrow ball until you shoot it in there. It's more of a ray of flame that then ex- blossoms out into a sphere of flame. <laughs> Conrad, move your dude. No, I, I, I was asking. So oh, I guess I, I, I grabbed people over. I, I, I said I stay outside the tower and say you've never wanted to talk to anybody. Very mean. <laughs> now I, thought our gonna, are I thought he was going to cast a spell on us. Okay. Um, before anything else, uh, what is your uh, spell save DC? Uh, spell save DC is... Eight Don't worry, I'll charge up with you guys. Plus. 16. Dex save versus... Uh, do I roll the damage singularly um, for all of them? If they're unaware, do they get a save? Or do they not get to add? They shouldn't get to add their dex bonus. You seem they? to forget the fact that they uh, can see out the doorway. <laughs> yeah, and they were probably on high alert. Yes. So um, I don't. I don't expect to take that from. What What did you say was the your save DC? Uh, sixteen. And do I roll the damage myself and then? Yes, you roll your damage and it's the same damage for everything. And I'll Look calculate whether it's half or not. Spider alert. <laughs> and I which like particular it. spot did you fire at? Which one of the two? You have two marks there, and so. I'm, Six two. Uh, sorry, the first, the one that was farther away was when uh, I thought it was five foot squares. Blackjack. That's true. Let's see. So with that, you'll hit <laughs> one of the visible ones, quite a bit of webbing, and then maybe other things that you can't see. I wouldn't hit the. I thought I would hit both of the. You're aiming visible. like kind of at the corner of that one because it would like it hit those ten feet and then like splash into the square next to here. Like it would. All right. I'll reach into this. I'll just do it there. Yeah, if you want to hit both, that's the place you can hit them both. And uh, anybody behind them that I can catch. Okay. Uh, I can't so be able to I am Exploto Man. So roll damage. Also, please delete all these marks that were made. Uh, how? I'm trying to. Uh, just drag over them and then hit them. <laughs> I'm trying. Here, one sec. I think I can do it. Spider alert. Okay. Okay, perfect. Six, two, nine, twelve, sixteen, eighteen. Man, I wish I was a magician. I would have done the same thing. Uh, 24 damage. Got some bonuses that uh, magicians don't get. Okay. As the conversation didn't really go anywhere, and you point a finger out there, well, I guess actually point your wand out there that you have now. Yeah, he probably doesn't use the staff anymore. Bell in one hand and the wand in the other. With the low one of the bell, a streaking course of flame launches out of the tip of the wand. And it travels through and through the doorway, and as it impacts a corner of the floor, it blossoms outwards, forming a sphere of roaring flame. (sighs) You see as the force scorches against the side of the two spiders, one of them pressing flat against the wall. And you go, 
goes away from your sight at the side of the doorway. The other one, however, is roasted by the side of the fireball. Many parts of it blackened, and one of its legs seems to have been completely consumed and turned to ash. Other pieces of webbing behind it begin being set alit, some of it melting away from the heat, and many smaller spider bodies turning into blackened ash and others scattering away. You hear many <laughs> sounds as everything seems to be on high alert now. Uh, everyone should roll initiative. <laughs> Just outside the tower and I see the inside of the tower turn orange. Oh, yes. You see from where you are a streak of light fire off from where everyone was having a conversation and then a, some light piercing through even the corners of uh, the web-covered window and even more through the space of the room that you had been in previously. <laughs> I like think everybody's hair just like puffs out away from the fireball as they're talking. Everyone just kind of sighs. Yeah, it's a very like, well, I guess this is what we're doing now. <laughs> yep, gotta roll it one more time. Spiders. I am rolling awful tonight. Spider alert. <laughs> they are the definition of trap layers. Um, okay, so let's see. So uh, 25 to 20 initiative. 19 to 15. 18. 18. Oh, 19. Uh, 17, yeah. Okay. Uh, 14 to 10. 13. 9 to 5. Nine. Yo, 9. Both force people getting those 9s. Oh, I'm rolling like garbage tonight. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Conrad? Conrad is slow but steady. <laughs> Got a 3 right here, Patron. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think 30 feet gets me right up to that doorway. <laughs> So, Conrad, you didn't want to fight, right? Oh, I'll find a way. <laughs> Just wolf out. It'll be fine. Misty step. Misty step. I can't do that on purpose. <laughs> Maximize yeah. your Misty Steps for turn. Um, yeah, about that. <laughs> what? You should have spells, right? You didn't use them all in a previous fight today, did you? To look cool. Look, I needed two teleportations to deal with that fish, okay? <laughs> and that is all okay. teleportations. Um, so as you see the signs of uh, injured spiders, um, this brings us first to uh, Faustus again. Just throws another fireball. Your wand keeps uh, has a trail of smoke coming off the tip of it that you can simply, with a snap, make blow away on the wind. You seem to have caught them quite off guard. Wait, I thought we had a. I thought we did have a rest before we got to. Not the a full rest. You had short rest. Okay. I need a full rest to get back those teleports. I need a full rest to get my new spells. I don't need shit. Unfortunate for us. I need a full rest for absolutely nothing, never. <laughs> Does that really count as fortune, Kevin? Is there a healing in there? Or is so it also you can see the one right in the doorway that had been talking previously is now grievously wounded. The other one you can't quite see as well, but you know it's still there. and It was definitely called in the blast, though maybe less so. Okay, uh, how big is the hole in the wall? Uh, it's about five feet wide, a little broader than that, but not too much. Uh, someone standing in there could easily control that point. What about a hypothetical uh, five-foot ball of fire? That most certainly <laughs> can fit through there. That's a hell of a hypothetical you could just throw out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make a flaming sphere, crash into that spider's face, and then leave it in the doorway. <laughs> you know, just possibly... <laughs> Um, yeah, okay. Uh, what do you need to roll for that? Um, that is a... Slash, what do they need to roll for it? Uh, dex save. Is it when it first appears and then whenever they end a turn next to it, I presume? Uh, 
basically when I ram it into them, they make the save, and then anytime they end a turn within uh five feet, they Can make you another ram save. it into them when you first cast it. Uh I'm assuming you you summon the sphere action and then as a bonus action it. you can move the sphere. Okay, so you can feet. use your bonus action this turn to also do it. So you're fine. yeah, <laughs> but it still does require your bonus action like some of them that automatically act. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, as you draw a simple motion through the air with your wand, you dictate and point to a place in the ground that, on a much smaller scale, fills with a sphere of fire pushing out in waves and ebbs as it forms in place, and you trace a line for it to travel across, dictating out, pointing to where it needs to go as it travels up through the entryway. Um, and you just push it straight at the spider itself? Yeah, I guess basically he he keeps a finger pointed at the fireball and he just you know points at the doorway and slams it into the spider's face. Um, so, question, if it's a, uh, so it's a dex save, and if they fail, they take half damage? Um, I mean, if they succeed, they take half damage. Or actually, I didn't didn't check that. Sorry, let me double check that. Page two twenty two. I thought I wrote down everything for these. Yeah, it's half damage two... on successful save. Okay, cool. Um, same save DC, and that's a fail and a fail. Okay. So roll damage. Uh, eleven. Okay. Oh, do I roll separately for each or just once? No, it's one damage. Anything oh. that's AOE is once. Okay. Well, then eleven. Okay. As you roll it forward up the side of the wall, reaching into this place where the ball had previously scorched the side of the spider, the first one you pushed alongside its face, and it blackens, and you can see as smoke begins drifting out, and part of it breaks off, a brittle husk turning into ash before you. The other one you pushed alongside its abdomen, and more of it blackens, and you can see a few marks and cracking sounds, a few places where steam pours off of it, but it doesn't seem to be dead. But the first one seems to be collapsing against the ground, all life draining from it. All right. And then I will start walking out of the tower with my move and leave the fireball where it is. Can I make uh, an please, attack? Please mark exactly where you would like us? it to be. Let's see. Unlike the other one, since this one stays around, it actually matters. I mean, if you wanted to make an attack of opportunity against Faustus, you technically can. Just touch but... him in the back of the head like you fucker. <laughs> you have a better use for that reaction? Except. Except maybe, you know, not causing Except a concentration check. Yeah, ruining his concentration spell. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nah, that's fine. It'll be after the fight. <laughs> he will yeah. die. You're going to take his head off? Nah. Is that how yeah. you gain his power? Take his head? It's going to fall off like a wet sack of flour. Okay. Yeah, actually, I'll just, I'll just get out, walk to the back of the tower where you can look around the uh, corner. Uh, <laughs> sure. Fucking coward. Um, Nick. <laughs> this is just tactical. <laughs> What, what, what benefit is it to anybody if I stand in the middle of that tower and get eaten by spiders? Okay, uh, now it's, it's a benefit because it saves Grimhild time of killing you later. Yep, that's, <laughs> that's the joke I was going to make, except it's not a joke. Okay. <laughs> this Can't... is the perfect representation of the color ply. The green people wanted to talk to it, the blue black guy said, fuck it, it's in my way, and burned it to death. So what's, no, what's, what's, like what's the red? Um, Alright, so I can't see any live targets from where I'm at, right? Uh... No, not particularly. You know they're there, but at least so one is there. That's what I'm turning. Drop a concentration out of turn. No, 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 no. Uh, so you have new toy. Uh, he is going to throw it through the door, and then hopefully a spider will have moved into there by the time it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, stand throwing distance without a penalty is twenty. With penalty, it's sixty. Okay. So Each of these squares is ten. So you need to move closer, no matter what, pretty much. Yeah. So was it thirty? Yes, you have thirty feet, which would be th- three full squares. If you wanted to end up in. Yeah, and then he'll he'll just uh, like you see where he is now. Yeah. All right, then he'll throw it like to there, or I guess um, to here. I need to make you a boomerang token. <laughs> So basically, like from here to here is, you know, a line of dagger smacking. Don't come in here if the flame didn't already deter you. Uh, <laughs> death. Sure. Um, so one sec. Let me double check exact the locations again because I went into another tab to look for boomerang art. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, so you can throw that within the 20 foot radius uh, and uh, just roll me a d20. Don't get a one to make sure that you slip through the opening. All right, you're. Uh, that's a dangerous thing to ask me, me in particular. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So basically, he just he doesn't have his rapier, rapier out. Uh, he just walks up. He's got the bottle of uh, fire breath potion still, and the dagger in one hand. Just rolls up, chucks it through the entrance, and just kind of sits there waiting. <laughs> you can see one of the curved blades that fires through the opening, and Nick stands there with his hand on his now one bladeless dagger. Um, okay, <laughs> that'll bring us to Grimhild. Unless you want to take a bonus action, Nick, or did you already do that to get there? Uh, Thank you. Did you dash to get there? Because you can still dash. No, no, that's fine. That's why he's got the the fire breath potion in the other hand. Fair. Uh, worth remembering for everyone: uh, taking a potion on your turn uh, to giving yourself a potion, bonus action. Giving someone else a potion to drink, uh, like shoving it down their throat, full action. Um, okay. So with that said, we move on to Grimhild. <laughs> Picking it up off of Nick's stupid, stupid corpse. Full action. Priceless. I'll move over here and uh, bonus action to get Arcelia's cross and crossbow mode and my hand crossbow out and standard action to, I guess, can I ready an action to shoot? Yes, that is always an option. You can ready a standard action, um, yep. which your attack actions, technically you have you could take two attacks when you take an attack action, so you still get two attacks when yep. if it triggers. Uh, so your, I presume your trigger is when something is within range that you can see. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. As you roll uh, along the side, I also say before I start walking, Faustus, we're going to have words. <laughs> yes, mother. Oh no! <laughs> as Grimmel braces herself, aiming for the opening. Um, that will bring us to uh, Illyria. Let's talk about the limits of my protection abilities. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got a fireball waiting here. Nick's there. Mm, I'm going to have her move just up to here and hold her action. Uh, you have to tell me what your action is. Um, and the trigger. The first big body to come out of there that somehow survives that fireball. She'll attack. With what? Fire scimitar sounds good. Okay, you can't hold a bonus action, so if you want to prep your fire scimitar, you have to do that now. Okay, I'll go ahead and do that then. I'll do the bonus action to prep it. Okay. Um, Yeah, so you bring your hands across through the air and paint the shape of a scimitar with flame as it coats a curling cutlass in the air, and the flame begins trickling upwards, uh, matching the burning sensations from through the other room. You lower it ready to your side and prepare for when something moves next to you. Grove. Uh, we'll do dog first. Doge first, sure. Doge first, who also should be fully healed now. Uh, I think it's a 24. 
Uh, if you used all, it's uh, yeah, I got healed through Bonjamin, so like I'm certain it's a full. Uh, he'll just go keep keep Nick safe. So because Nick is at the forefront, so it'll go here, and if anything goes after Nick, it'll attack. So delay action, attack if anything attacks Nick. Sure. And then Grove is going to sigh, move over here, grab the bow that he's probably had just like at arms ready, and then hold to fire in case uh, the second thing that comes through, the first one he won't attack, the second if there's a second one that comes through, he'll throw a thing at. Because these are spiders and they can come through the fucking roof. Sure. Okay. Um, let's see, that brings us to spider turn. All right, 30 minutes, guys. Take a nice bathroom break. So, a man faster than me. (laughs) (laughs) And they rolled badly. (laughs) Fucking speed rays. Um, Okay, let's see. I hate you, (laughs) Spoderman. Yeah, I can see now I'm going to get taken down by the big spider in one hit, and then tiny spiders are going to hit me for one damage and kill me. (laughs) How Broodmother works, so yeah. Three tiny bites. (laughs) Yeah, start (laughs) taking dead saves. All of you here the noise of something pressing against stone as it assails up the side of the wall, and you hear as it comes over, looming over the side of the broken tower, as it begins climbing down at a rapid pace towards uh, Nick, Grimhild's trigger goes off. If you would like to use it, you do not have to if you don't want to. That's good for Nick. Eh, no, I'm going to shoot this motherfucker. I'm not going to shoot this motherfucker. Oh, there we go. Okay, that's better. Uh, I'm assuming a 12 doesn't hit and a 24 does. You would be correct. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Does a 13 hit? No. Ah, the gap narrows. <laughs> Man, why do you guys use stuff that uh, has to use an attack roll to connect? Shut up. Question for you. Sure, what's up? Is it? Can I hit it while it's cresting the top of the wall? Yes. I'm going to use a pushing attack. Uh, I While that is a very viable option, I will make it so before you do that. The reasonable thing that you can see the spider is intensely damaged through flame already. Uh, so just like it's a completely valid option if you're not sure you'll kill it. But it's also worth noting that uh, it's fair for me to share that this is the one that was clearly wounded already. Okay, this is the real fucked up one. One of them died. This is one has been scorched something fierce. I mean, it'd be hilarious if I shot it off of the wall, but I do only have four superiority dies. Pin it to the wall. Stick around. So I'll just, yeah, I'll just shoot it like a normal person. Sure. And I roll minimum damage. Do five points damage. Okay. As you see it descending and cresting over the top of the wall, you fire one round and with your reflexes roll another bolt into the crossbow and fire another one upwards. The first one crashes into the corner of the wall and as it begins lowering itself further, you fire a second one. This one strikes true and while not particularly dead on, it hits into a corner of its mandible. And as you see it does so, that pushes with its reflex, it pushes part of it further into its head. And you can see as it gets partially pinned against the wall by a piece of its head and scuttles for a moment before slowly coming to a stop. Is everyone all right? You hear more noises from the other room. You don't see anything, however. You hear something roaring. Oh, right, it's fire. Everyone (laughs) dead. Does does fireball cause lasting fires? I thought that was something fireball never did. No, it's always and any combustible items ignite. It might say unattended in some of the fire spreads around corners. It ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. Okay. Turns out they kept the 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 booze are actually just alchemical fire, and we've made a huge problem. Eh, that stuff's usually not explosive; it just burns really. So that's fine. 
Uh. Okay. You hear the more sounds of flickering flame from inside, but beyond the light that you can see pouring through the doorway, you don't see anything in particular other than the webbing that you can get a glimpse of shuddering from inside. Uh, Conrad. I'm going, what's up, to, buddy? I'm going to very slowly walk 30 to the corner in front of the uh, Tower of Flame and just hold up my axe and wait for the rats to come out. Okay, make a deck saving throw. You're chilling out by the fireball. Five, how, how, how big a radius does this thing have? Because worth, I'm trying to this st- is worth questioning, actually. Is it five foot or how big I'm a radius? St- I'm trying to stay out of there. It's a five foot. It's every adjacent okay. square. It's just hard because of this stupid map. Yeah, you're fine then. Don't worry about it. You were fine where you were. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll prepare an action to um, attack whenever it comes running. Sure. Uh, and as you do so, that brings us back up to Faustus. There are no spiders in sight, especially for you, but you definitely hear skittering noises from the other room, rubble being moved around. Okay. Uh, can I prepare a bonus action to be held? You cannot. Only standard action? Only standard action is the only thing you can hold. Uh, all right, then I will leave the sphere where it is. No, actually, I'll, I'll move the sphere forward in towards the center of, of the room where I can see. So I'll move it up. Can I use a bonus action and then hold a standard action? This is something correct. Um, I'm just checking one thing here. Um, I'm going to get close to range, aren't I? Yeah, I'm checking if that if you have to keep it within range. Mm, it doesn't specifically say that, but I think that's what it's intending. So if you push okay, it forward I'll, farther, you'll have to follow it. Okay, I will pull it back then to a, a safe spot over the rubble. I'll move it down there. And all right, so how do I delete the old one? And then I will ready a fireball to go off in basically the same spot the next time I see a spider. Same spot as the first one. So landing inside the inside the room and uh, filling to the doorway. Okay. Uh, that brings us to... Uh, do not step inside if you can help it. <laughs> brings us to Grimhild. Um... I'm probably going to have to wait a little bit until there's less fire everywhere. Wait, aren't I in Faustus's bracket? Yes, you are. Hmm? Uh, I think oh, why did I say Grimhild? Yeah, no, Nick, Nick actually rolled rolled good this time. Yes, few, excuse me, I keep so bad at this. So, <laughs> it only takes the largest initiative on fire in the game. game. Uh, yeah, okay, so as you see these other things the set aflame, uh, you don't notice anything in particular in the path of your blade as it sails back towards you, passing through sections of... Uh, webbing. However, um, actually, as it's moving through the webbing, make me uh, an attack roll. 13. Okay. Um, it sails back through the webbing, and you can see it heading in your direction. Uh, okay, it's going to basically do a uh, high lie type maneuver and just catch it, and in the same motion, just throw it back out. Just do the se- semicircle and toss in the same direction? Yeah. Sure. Uh, it barely stays in your blade for any amount of time at all. Give him the razzle-dazzle. Okay, and what else do you do with your turn? Stay in the same spot? Uh, uh, I'm going to use my bonus action to hide. Sure. <laughs> I'll, like, just drag the spider body. And... <laughs> Scuttle under the one that's pinned to the wall again. Conrad just sort of watches you in horror. <laughs> just your feet poke out like when someone stands in their curtains playing, yeah. trying to play hide-and-seek as a kid. You just like jump in, and you're like, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Just just don't get knocked out. I don't want us to have a fucking The Tempest sequence here. <laughs> okay, you press behind its carapace, and it's difficult for anyone who didn't actively watch you enter there to see that you're there. 
Those who did actively watch him enter their uh, maybe con check or vomit. No. <laughs> I'm good at that. I'm really good at that. <laughs> and now you are too. <laughs> so Grimhild, what are you up to? Uh, I'm going to move here. Avison, protect me from heaving. So I can more better cover all entrances. And I will once again ready in action to any spiders or monsters that are uh, human monsters. I was about to say, because Faustus is behind you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Better in range. So I'll just have to check. Is everyone upset at me from a moral standpoint or a tactical standpoint tactical. or what? Tac- literally tactical. tactical. If you had said, <laughs> guys, I want to try out my new spell. And this is the next opportunity. I'd go, okay, good. That's good info to have. Go for it. You literally went, hey, come talk to me. By the way, boom, look at my new toy. Like, you didn't even give us a chance to ooh and ah at you. Conrad has had no thoughts since it happened. <laughs> like, Grove doesn't want to kill the spiders, but, like, for fuck's sake. Well, this it- is a conversation that can happen in character. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Excuse me. Not could, it's going to. <laughs> okay. Um, as you, uh, prepare no- another couple of bolts into your crossbow, uh, brings us to Illyria. Um, well, again, not, I'm gonna have to, I'll move up here behind, um, Conrad, and wait for Spider. Sure. Uh, if you want, red, ready, ready your dramatic stuff, like lightning bolts or anything as a standard <laughs> action you, you can ready as a response, like, right? This like a lot. Look, yeah, that that it that is a damage, that it's a fairly high level spell slot on what could be like one and a half spiders. Yeah, I mean, just use uh, at least ready your regular attack thing. I mean, I've got my 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 flaming sword is sitting here waiting for something to crunch into. Not enough. all made of spell slots, Kevin. Okay, Grove. <laughs> so Larry steps forward and readies her blade. What do you do? Well, what does uh you do? Just protect Nick. Shoot and... second thing the dunners. Actually, no, Doggy will. Move here and attack the first thing that comes through the door, and then yeah, move over and he's gonna move like here just to make sure there's nothing crawling on the outside. But yeah, sure. Just yeah, a quick human runs through the door. Oh, thank God you saved me! And then he's savaged by the top. <laughs> yeah, so we have a variety of triggers here. Next thing, next next thing running. Next monster. Next spider. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> Let, let me say. Let, let me rephrase that. The thing that attacks Conrad, you will attack. Yeah, so, uh, I'm assuming to avoid uh, hilarious mishaps, you are allowed to abandon your held action, right? Yes. You can just be like, "No, I don't want to trigger it here." You can actually, you will keep holding it until you get a trigger you like. Actually, oh, okay. So you so like you say, say, "Like, like oh, I want to target the first thing that comes through that square," and then it was now I can just be like, "No, not now." <laughs> <laughs> it's a may effect. Time. Not that first thing, the next first thing. So it, <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. it's it's a may effect, but at the same time, it only happens once when you do want to trigger. Cool. Right? There's so there's a robust goalpost moving system. You may do it once. <laughs> like it's a thing that only happens once per turn, but you may do it once per turn. So yeah. is there an X or action, okay. can, or an X nor action? No, unfortunately. <laughs> um, okay. You hear more sounds of skittering now around various debris on multiple sides of the pillar. Uh, parapets, actually, tower, what have you. Collapsed pieces of wall. <laughs> um, or each spider in said S hit spider. Let's just go ahead and reveal all the ones I'm going to be using this turn. Save me some time to... Oh. Oh. There we are. Yep. That's why I moved closer to that side. Jesus Christ. You... It's alright. So we, throw... we punked the first two. Evan! 
There's scuttling as it coasts over the wall once again, coming across where the previous corpse was. It hesitates for only a moment before climbing over that one towards where Nick is. Um, so, uh, Grove, I think you've got the most explicit trigger here. Shoot this motherfucker. Eh, not S20. Uh, as it coasts over the wall, you pull back your bow and take aim and launch it right into one of its chitinous legs. Uh, roll damage. Cool. So AC one, is somewhere two, between 13 and 20. Oh, is this, does this count as a beast? It does actually count as a beast. Then let me roll. Oh, no, it's just enemy. straight plus six. That's 12. Gee, it's plus six? What? Let me let me check. Hang on really fast. Because that's really strong at early levels. So that makes me question that. Uh, it, it's only plus six now that I got uh, my upgrade. Okay, okay. That makes a little more sense. Because I was about to say, like, that'd be bullshit at level one. Uh, come on, computer. You whacked on the nose and it died. Plus two damage with each weapon. Oh, excuse me. It's plus three. I greatly got those numbers messed up. Half your level? Uh, not, no. Uh, plus two, then it's plus three at six, and plus four at 14. Okay. So nine okay. damage. Plus three sure. at six, not plus six at three. <laughs> yes. With a... It impacts into the side of its leg. You can see as it goes a little bit limp, and it's like... But it still continues downwards on the wall. Uh, its trajectory like slightly aimed at a diagonal now, but still moving to its closest prey. Um, however, as it continues going down, uh, I believe there's another individual with a <laughs> ready projectile weapon. Did he kill it? No. No. In I rolled like garbage, like I've been doing all night. Um, I wouldn't have said that it continued making screaming noises and moving towards people. I, I mean, it could have. Or prompted you to make your. Or prompted you to make your action. <laughs> Well, I don't know if I'm going to attack that one. You can say no. That's an option. Because these other ones are ish and close to... Although it is really so funny technically, how often you wouldn't have dies. seen them beforehand, to be fair. What's that? You wouldn't have she seen doesn't... them beforehand, technically, to be fair. She doesn't die as much as she just kind of... So, do you think she noticed. would just strike the first thing that she saw, or would she wait and let's, like, hope Nick takes care of his thing? Um, do they share... If they share an initiative, that means they're moving pretty close to InSync. And she has a high perception, it's, so I It's how monsters she... work. Monsters always, if they're of the same type, act on the same initiative. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like... So, might... no, you would see only the one acting at any given time. Well, they don't act... That's how the game works. I'm just... Okay. I mean, it makes... I weird. technically shouldn't have revealed the rest of them. It's, a, it's the proper correct thing. But Fine. That said, if she wouldn't have necessarily attacked, because she, you could hear the sound of other ones climbing. I'll allow you that. Yeah, I mean, like, if one is coming towards Conrad, that's not a big deal. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, so I think she's going to go for this one as it crests the top of the tower. Sure, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, okay, but firstly, the one descends down upon Conrad. Oh, not Conrad, actually. Uh, not Conrad, what am I saying? But it was descending towards Nick, but it doesn't know Nick's there. <laughs> so it would continue moving down another layer, uh, moving next to the group of individuals. However, before <laughs> that moves it both next to Conrad and to you. Woo. Uh, dog can get first. First chomp, if you like. Sure. Plus seven? Yes. That is demonstrably a failure. Uh, as it moves down towards both of them, you lashes out with a bite that just, it scoots over to the side and sails beneath one of its long, gangly legs. As he growls, it seems to chitter at him. But as its attention is now focused on you, uh, Conrad. Oh, this is true. Grimhild is correct. It has advantage. Do you roll your advantage on him? I think. No, I did not. I presumed you did. Oh, I'm really bad at remembering things tonight. Yeah, 25! Okay. 
Get him, However, Bob. As he sailed from underneath with another, you leaps upwards at now the underbelly of the spider, uh, biting into one of the chitinous pieces, and you can hear a snap like a twig as it breaks through it. Roll me that damage, boy. That's hit points. I always screw this up. Uh, 2d4 plus 5. 10. Then it needs to make that check to not get fall. Uh, the DC is 11. Strength. <laughs> Spiders are fucking strong anyway, so... You bites up at it from below in the midsection. You can hear the breaking noise and the... As some liquids held inside of its carapace start pouring free, brackish against the ground. Though this is, was with quite a bit of force and is now seems to be going into its organs, it still holds its ground primarily based on its large braced stature. Um, as it is there in a weakened state, Conrad. Right. Sure, I'll take an attack on it. Um, I forget, what do you do for criticals again? Uh, you roll your normal damage dice, double the dice, and then add the other modifiers after. So like, double dice, add strength. So on, so on. Cool. So I presume you crit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is 10, 10 11, 12. Okay. I gotta start using some of the old uh, church fighter techniques again. Sort of, uh, I'm next to sort of like an outcropping of rock there. Yeah. Just sort of kick off of that to get over one of its legs and bring the edge of the axe down on its face. Okay. You use that, giving you some momentum, the clinking sound of your armor coming together as your axe, the weight of it, along with the weight of your own body, bringing it forward down to the creature's face. There is a splitting <laughs> noise as you crash through its skull, both cracking and splitting at the same time, filling the room with an unpleasant scent of its brain spilling out against the floor. Ooh, that probably got Nick's back wet. Uh, Nick, this is now <laughs> across your feet more than anything else. Your fine Nephalian shoes. Um, you can't tell because of layering, so, uh, but I did give it the skull mark. <laughs> nice. There we go. 453,000 dead spiders. So, as that one had resolved before even getting to strike, there's more sound from over the wall as one of them comes sailing over it, moving towards, uh, from the back where you'd been positioned previously. As it begins to crest the wall, however, uh, Grimhild, you lower your crossbow at it, now paying prompt attention. Kathonk. Um. While it was on the wall, I would like to have done a the thing I was going to do. With does it require a bonus action to pushing attack, or does it just require you to say you want to do it? It just requires me to hit, so let me roll sure. my two attacks. Two attacks. Yeah, uh, extra attack action still works. Like It's still part of the main action. It's not a bonus action or like a sub-action. Unfortunately, uh, my... You killed in one hit, so it didn't matter. My, my extra attack says uh, you get an extra attack when using the attack action on your turn. Oh, does it say on your turn? Hmm. I was just checking that for my attack of opportunity. I didn't actually know that part. Um, well, it happened once in the past. We don't have to care about that. Not a big deal. Sure. So just one attack now. Thank you for informing me of that. I'll keep track of that in the future. I miss. All okay. these 13s. You think it was a meaningful number or something? <laughs> just Kodekophobia. Oh, God. Check, this, check how many knives there are. <laughs> thing you didn't realize yet is now all of you have the doomed condition. <laughs> how many spiders are there? Sorry, Ryan. How to get burned. How to get burned? How to get burned? You fire up at it, but it's more dexterous than you expect it to be, and it lowers its body down as it presses down against the wall. The bolt flies overhead and sails off somewhere into the distance. As it scuttles down along the debris and stone, it comes up next to Illyria, who, with the sound and motion, you were easily able to detect it. And you can bring your flaming sword to bear. Heck yeah! Wait, I thought these were spiders. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank I you for the right to spider arms. <laughs> By the way, have you guys seen that Skyrim mod that turns all the cave spiders into tiny bears for people who are afraid of spiders? Yes, I have. I've also I seen the one it. that turns into really gross spider man. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, that hits. Roll me some damage on that. I haven't cast this thing in forever. What is my damage? Okay. <laughs> Lots. Not as much as you'd like. Never as much as we'd like. Flame blade. It's three d six. Three d six. Not bad. Do I add anything because it's still a scimitar? No, it's not a physical scimitar. It's oh. fire in the shape of a scimitar. In, in the shape of a cutlass. It's not even a scimitar. It's a cutlass. Let's no, be real. Specifically here. a cutlass. Because we're we in can't Innistrad. Have no one knows what the fire. It's we're in Innistrad. No one knows what that fucking thing is. If it's a scimitar. Five. Great. <laughs> it's a five. Okay. As it moves down towards you, you thrust this alongside its face, and it. You hear some crackling and splitting noises. One of its eyes blackens and goes blind. (laughs) It shrieks to the side, but even doing so doesn't deter it completely as it darts forward and attempts to sink its fangs into your chest. Are are the uh, health actions we did technically reactions, or are they other types of actions? Uh, that's a good question. I don't actually know the specification on that particular one. Let me. (laughs) That's a good one to know. So let's check it out. Or it's like an incidental. Maybe if we keep stalling, the spider won't eat me. Well, I, I ask for a very particular reason that could benefit you. Yay. But you can still talk to this thing. Chatter its ears off and tell it to fuck off because we've already killed half of its buddies. No, I don't feel like talking it to him. Doesn't seem to be rea- it doesn't seem to be a reaction. All right. So in that case, I'm going to use my shield protection to sort of whip the spider blood off my blade and turn around to take the shield into the spider's face. Sure. It starts biting downwards and then attempts to move around the side of it, grasping limbs against your arm. Um, so with that done, let's see, that one's obviously not what it'll be, so this one is 17 to hit. It was worth a shot. I presume that hits? Yeah. Okay. It wouldn't have hit me, why would it hit it you? It moves one of its long, spindly limbs and pushes Conrad's arm down and moves its fangs closer as it presses them into your torso. Ooh, strong fucker. Uh, you take nine piercing damage, and then I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Against, a, is it a disease or something else? It's a constitution saving throw. But, uh, get oh, unless you have something it. that gives you resistance to on saving throws. Do you have anything that gives you... No, I have the, I'm still technically wearing the perioptive health, so I'm immune to contracting diseases. Sure, okay. Uh, no, it's, it's not that. I didn't figure, but it's... I hope that it was useful right here, right now. Take plus four to it, though. You've got spideritis. Ten. I assume my con's a one. Yeah, it's a one. <laughs> oh, that's a plus. So that's unfortunate. Yeah, Isn't see, it it's not that bad, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Darn, uh, I jacked up the damage just to make sure. Okay. Uh, as its fangs enter into you, you feel a pulse, a strange aching warmth as it courses through your torso take 14 points of poison damage. Ooh. Was that in addition to other damage? In addition yeah. to the previous nine piercing. 23 in all. I have three hit points right now, by the way. <laughs> so y'all know. <laughs> Illyria, why do you keep dying? You can feel it course I'm into you. It's an agonizing pain for a moment. Um, but it isn't enough to down you, and you don't feel its effects lingering. It seems to just be intended for intense pain. You don't feel a swelling as its fangs pull backwards and it scuttles off slightly to the side, preparing for a further strike. 
however, I'm also going to need you to make another constitution saving throw for your concentration spell. Take a plus four. Does, does it backing off provoke an attack of opportunity? It's, it's not actually stuff? moving. It's just narrative of it. You uh, just okay. step away. It's just, it's just a wiggle boy. Well. If you think. Um, and that's after the plus four. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, as the pain racks your body, you find yourself unable to concentrate further on maintaining the shape of this sword. And the flame flickers out in your hands as you clutch at your chest. Are the stars out tonight? It's it's a little I'm a little woozy. Watch out, they're venomous. <laughs> oh, I hadn't noticed. Not a bit. I had no. <laughs> Let's see. Let me cast one damage As another one scuttles in further, sending spray of debris and rock and stone behind it. Another one begins moving around to the same path where the previous one went through. And however, even though I didn't have them highlighted in, um, I guess it actually is still relevant. So let's just go ahead and... To where others are paying attention to and aiming at, you see as they two more move closer to the doorway and you can hear the sound of them scrabbling against the wall. However, Faustus, you were prepared for just such an occasion. Yep. Eat fireball, motherfuckers. Once again, you extend a hand and a streaking line of flame courses, actually a wand, I suppose, and a streaking line of flame leaves the ram's head coursing into the room, shattering <laughs> explosion as the flame blooms out. Roll me that damage. And I guess just to be transparent about it, they both failed. I'm not going to lie, so far this is a bad roll for them to fail on. <laughs> so 12, are we thinking actual damage? 24... <laughs> 29. I guess it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. As you aim through the opening and you watch them with a cold dismissive glance, you point forward and as the flame blossoms with a billowing explosion, both of them are rendered unto ash. There's no more spiders there whatsoever. I think you get an achievement for that. Oh wait, there was one of those was a corpse uh, that was already there, but I guess it would have burned away too as well. so. (laughs) So that one kind of in the corner, yeah, is also going... He hit all of the things, including that corpse. I just accidentally deleted one of the corpses instead of one of the living ones. But it's fine. It ends up being fine because that would have been also <laughs> brought low as well. Yeah. Um. Okay. And with that said, and the scuttling noises continuing as they enter the room, uh, that brings us to Conrad's actual turn. Oh wow. Oh, I don't even know. Uh, give Conrad me. A, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, Conrad gets a turn. Yeah. <laughs> Conrad turn. Woo! I don't even see Conrad. Is he under a spider? I, I'm here. I'm right not under here. any spider. <laughs> He's just spider adjacent. <laughs> I mean, technically. But Travis, to answer your question, I was about like 15 you... points under full health anyway and been that for a while and we hadn't rested. Uh, we did, good I thought we did a short rest. You did you the short up. rest. Yeah, I, and did. the thing was, I used hit dice to get up to that 26. Gotcha, no. gotcha. No, it's the same crap that we give Nick for not being able to hit, or Grove for not being able to people, or you for being a shitty name. Like, it's just your stereotype now. I am... I'm squishy. I'm magic-y. I'm going to take a pair of attacks. <laughs> so you may lay attack it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm going to hop off that same outcropping of rock and take two attacks of the spider next to me. Okay. You push off and bring your axe down. Roll me those two hits. All right, that is... A 26 and a 23. Uh, those both hit. All right. That is a 5 and an 11. 
Okay. You bring your axe deeply into the side of one of its limbs, severing one of the tips off as it pushes back, leaking some sort of Icarus blood. It's viscous and sprays across some of the surfaces next to you, and as it's recoiling, you take the opportunity to move forward and dig into its side. You can hear as it splinters, and the impact pushes it to the slightly to the side, but it still remains clinging to life, though seeming the worse for wear. All right, and moving any would provoke an attack of opportunity. Correct. Oh, wait, um, is it just moving out of someone's range? That is correct. In that case... Within its range, if you want to scoot into that passage. Yeah, I will pass through Illyria to engage the two spiders on our southeastern flank. All right. Putting up the shield to defender. As you push push forward to do so, that brings us back around to Faustus, now having (laughs) killed a multitude of spiders. Keep it rolling. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... I guess start with a chill touch against none of these spiders were hit yet. The one in, the ones that came over the east wall. Uh, uh, the, this the one, one to, is the one to Illyria. Been hit right. several times. Yes, got chopped up. Okay, I'll start with a uh, chill touch against him. Okay, as you flick forward your wand with the firmer grasp chill touch, roll me the attack roll. Which remember you have the plus one from the wand, which is why I mentioned it. Wapa! Ooh, that's I may miss. Let's see, four, five. 13. Yeah, no! Directly misses. <laughs> Not you again! Forward and the hand whips towards it. The spider, instinctively upon seeing it, weaves its way around the side of the hand with its, even in pain, surprisingly dexterous form, standing up on the full height of its legs as it dissipates. Right. Uh, it's a surprisingly unsatisfactory result. Okay, then I'm going to take the flaming sphere and slam it into the uh, spider below, south of him. South of Conrad. Sure. Ran up to me. Yeah. Hooray. That is a 18 on the save, so I think that passes. I can't win them all. Um, However, it still takes half. So three. Is that already halved, or is that the initial? That's the oh, that's the initial. Uh, (laughs) Seven (laughs) halved. Three. Okay. (laughs) Or is it? Or maybe four? Do you round up Um, or down on a save? In uh, case for monsters, I tend to round up. So. Yeah, so uh, you bring it alongside its undercarriage, and it moves away reflexively through the intense heat. Uh, But you can see as some of it wisps at the edges of it, some smoke trailing out from its body. Um, With those actions done, that brings us to... Standard movement is 30? Yeah, standard 30. You can still move, of course. Okay, then I'm going to move up to looking around that wall. Sure. Nice. (laughs) That brings us to Nick. Um, Nick, you are in a spider. <laughs> you are in a spider. Under you're under a spider. a spider. And as you are under a spider, you hear a... As the blade that you had thrown out previously is now embedded in the spider you are underneath. You did it. All right. Take advantage of my uh, my hidden status uh, to chuck a dagger. Because like, if I move... That means I'm out of hiding, and I won't get advantage on the attack, right? Uh, I believe if you move out into, like, obvious open, yes. You can, like, sneak around a wall, obviously, but... But, like, right now to attack either of the ones near Conrad... That wouldn't really be feasible, no. Yeah, In okay. Narrative, it just wouldn't make sense. So, <laughs> Dagger's gonna fly out and hit the one closest to Nick. That's still in range. Okay. And Valiant, sir, You have advantage on the attack roll from the being hidden. You roll real good from inside a spider. <laughs> Make sure it doesn't crit. Yeah, I'll just drag the body around with me. Uh, 
as you throw it out with the spider, RJ. And it crashes into the spider. <laughs> Nick's busy cosplaying as a spider. Oh, uh, this really is the nightmare. All right. So I'm still at three. I'm just going to go ahead and put that on. <laughs> right. Yeah, 3d6. So 1d4 plus 3d6 plus one. Actually, no, not plus one, plus your dex add plus one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that will kill a spider, turns out. <laughs> um, all right. So there's a. As it embeds into the side of its neck, and with the force of the throw, you see as it digs quite a few inches into the side, and its head lops to the side. Not completely cleaving from its shoulders, but leaving it connected only like a tree that has not quite been felled. And um, now. If you are in clear sight of a creature, you cannot rehide. Then you know what? Uh, gonna move over here and bonus action hide again. <laughs> That's an option. That is the legitimate option of being a row. Oh, so if you go out of uh, range, if out of direct sight, you can stealth I, again. I, yeah, as a bonus action. Yeah, because I have cunning action. Cunning action. That's what rogues can do. I, I yeah. wish the listeners could have seen the comedic timing in Roll Twenty of when he moved forward valiantly and then. Slid, <laughs> slid off to this side. Okay, well then I have got a spell that we're going to have some fun with later. <laughs> it's never fun when you say that, Faustus. That sounds the most menacing, especially from Faustus. Uh, one on the high check. As you slide off to the side, that brings us to uh, Grimhill. Just got his head behind it, his body sticking around, peeking out the side. Okay. Uh, so this dude's still alive, and this dude's still alive. Yes. Um, those are the two dudes known to science right now. A flock of dudes is called a duder. I'm just gonna unload on this putz with crossbow. Sure, but worth noting, uh, that is next to the flame of Faustus. Oh, right, shit. Uh, if if Grimhild moves there, he'll dismiss the the flaming sphere. I'll just move here. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Actually, I'll move here, so it has to get adjacent to it if it tries to bite. Well, I have 30 feet of range. I'll move here, and then shoot it. That's fine. Shoot it to uh, the fire and flames. Does the, does the arrow catch on fire Zelda style? No. Oh, I no. really wish the arrow would catch on well, fire. I'm not shooting at the one style. that you're fighting, because I think... Addition, additionally, uh, if you wanted that to happen, you'd have to like, soak it in oil or something. I'd definitely allow it. It just needs to actually be feasible for that to happen. What if it's soaked in acre? Sake. <laughs> Okay, second attack hits, and offhand attack also hits. Uh, yeah, you are uh, ready to fire multiple times, and as it passes through the space, you miss the first bolt, but with the bring your both crossbows together at the end, you fire two bolts at approximately the same time that both carry forward and jab into the spider's torso. So, abdomen. disarming attack wouldn't do much. Push attack. Eh. Yeah, I'll just ask damage. That's uh, 26. 16 damage. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, as you fire them forward, uh, both crash into the side of its torso, and you can hear it screams echo through what remains of this tower. <laughs> the crunch is even audible over that of it pushing through it. You can see just as it caves in partially. It's not dead, but it seems much the worse for wear. Ah, you see, this spider's just mostly dead. It's very nearly dead. Very different than actually being dead. Someone get me the bellows. Um, right, so as Grimhild, you strike that placement. Illyria. Hmm. You are no longer next to a living spider. This is always a good thing in my like life. Uh, not be near living spiders right now. Don't you have healing spells? Spiders? I have cure wounds, yes. 
Your call. Tear those weren't. Or you could call lightning, I guess. I'm not calling lightning. If I was going to do anything, it would be entangled so the spiders can't move, really. They have many legs. Difficult <laughs> terrain, nonetheless. Eh, I'll just cure me. Maybe hide by Nick. Maybe. In the spider room. Spider room. Sorry, the spider ballroom. Oh, I guess that is worth noting. Nick, as you went back over to the doorway to that room, you can now see that the inside has been continually burning since the first fireball was leveled inside. Many of the webs have been completely torn apart, some of them still singed and burning, some of them just melting away. Many of the smaller spiders inside seem to have either been turned to ash or now in dead husks upon the ground. It doesn't seem many of them are surviving, a few of them are escaping out through the broken walls and leaving. You don't see any other large ones inside that room. Yeah, no, I healed and back, but it's probably safer here. Okay. As you press a hand to your chest and unleash a glowing torrent of green that fills itself into the gaping holes in your chest, uh, you step back over by Nick, pressing up against the stone door. I do like that we assume that the webs in that room have cool stuff in it. Spiders don't know from cool human artifacts. Maybe there's just, like, tables and urns and shit in there. (laughs) There's a real cool stick. (laughs) They like all the dresses because it's fine silk. They wear them when we're not there. (laughs) <laughs> um, gross. These aren't particularly fat spiders. Personally, you. So, I mean. uh, so it's attack of opportunity if I move into attack range? If you move out of attack range, attack range. Ah, okay. Well, Dogger is going to go wee and like, jump onto this thing. This one. Okay, sure. As he rounds past one, ju- leaping off the side of a previously defeated spider, getting a nice motion through the air, he sinks down uh, full force into the side of the spider. Uh, roll me attack plus advantage because you've got the... Alright, advantage, sweet! Remember that. I'm not going to always remind you because I won't remember always. That's not my job. That's a hit. That's That's a hit. 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 Now that's a hit. Now that's what I call bite. Volume 37. That's a real bite to it. 2d4 underscore 5 equals 2. Shut up. Did 8 damage. Okay. With his momentum, he comes crashing down against the body of the spider, uh, sending it reeling. It pushes it down against the ground a bit, uh, enough so that it seems to be have completely splayed out its legs, attempting to grasp for any solid surface nearby, but the weight of you across it, preventing it from rising. Huh, that's interesting. Okay. Um, Grove himself, what you doing? Uh, we'll move one to the big old down spider. Does it... Can I make a nature check? No, fuck it. We'll save that for later. Uh, we'll attack the. This one's dead. It appears no. to be this one. Oh, uh, there's a that's it's that's a different mark that I use for it being prone. No, it's a prone. oh, it's a even prone, better. I will then. Hmm. Yeah, he'll take a shot at the one behind it. Actually, let's go back here. Let's let's not move that move yet. Let's see. Can I see the spider behind? Yes. The one attacking Conrad. You definitely All right, can. I'll take a shot at that one, and then we'll see how that works out. I'm certain it's within range of your bow. Yes. You're 45 feet from it. I yeah, your range is like 100-something. 150-something stupid. Yeah, you're fine. It's a long bow. So that's a 22 there? That is a 22 to hit. Oh, that's a 22 there. Okay, that that's hit. That's a 22-der. 22-der. Is that a 22 in the wood chipper there? Uh... That's a 22 there. Whoa, my gosh, my golly. Uh, you don't need to keep dragging things around. This <laughs> is real damn. I, I accidentally had something else. Dragon? Where's a dragon? <laughs> oh, you caught me. It was coming down, attracted by the sound of spider death. No! 
Conrad Wait. dies. Conrad <laughs> dies. Gets an ancient vampire right. dragon. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of dragons in Innistrad, huh? But there's like one. They're, they're not super there's frequent. One. No, there's more than one. Uh, if you're meaning ones from sets, even in first Innistrad, there was one in each set. Uh. Um, which was respectively Balefire Dragon, Moonvale Dragon, and Archwing Dragon. Uh, cool. And then they printed like two more in the second set. There's like the Mirror Wing and one other. Oh, Balefire Dragon's a real bitch. Yeah, it's a, it's a motherfucker. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, so 12 damage? 12 damage. Okay. You look over the side and see as it rises and falls and its eyes flicker this way and that, searching for an escape. But you also see the caved piece of its uh, thorax that previously uh, Grimhild had sunk her bolts into, creating an opening. And like any good marksman, you're used to using an opening. You fire forward an own arrow. It fires true and carries with a whoosh, whoosh, as it slides through the opening. And you can hear once again a whoosh, as it pierces out the other side. The spider convulses and then collapses against the ground. And now does the dog get double advantage? Because it already had advantage. No, there's no such thing on the ground. The what about double secret advantage? The only case in which double advantage is a thing is if something else is giving you disadvantage, you can get advantage again to prevent that first disadvantage. <laughs> All right. Well, Doggo will attack using the uh, the uh, reaction. Sure. Twenty-five. I mean, roll again in case it's crit. All right. Twenty-five. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Twenty-five hits. In damage. Okay. He rips his fangs into the side of the spider's face, and you hear a spattering <laughs> as more blood begins pouring out onto the ground, brackish and ugly, green purple. It <laughs> it's the feel of it, and it doesn't. You can see the life beginning to fade from its eyes, but it doesn't seem to be dead. Uh, with that done, uh, the spider shoves off to the side, moving you back to his initial position, and looks around panicked with what remains of its face. Huh? Huh? And it quickly turns and begins to scuttle backwards with what it can left. Uh, Conrad can make an opportunity to I would attack like to like. make a reaction. <laughs> I would like to punch this spider in the face super hard. Thank you. That's a 26 to hit. Sure. Did you want to punch it or did you want to axe it? Um, I'm going to use the axe. I... Okay. He said punch, not you, but it was a suggestion. Um, uh, don't worry about it. Okay. I do some damage. <laughs> you do some damage. You could have rolled negative numbers and still probably been fine. <laughs> um, okay. As it turns tail, you see the opportunity and just dig your axe directly into its abdomen, bringing what remains of uh, its back just low to the ground and split open, oozing both silk and blood. Um, and from where you can see, you can't see any other spiders, but you hear a skittering noise. But this one is not climbing wall or the sound of rocks. You instead hear it pressing first against stone briefly before heading across dirt and then you stop hearing it. Um, Great, that spider's gonna become a major antagonist later. <laughs> Duke von Scubblebutt! <laughs> and with that said, uh, the combat is over. Alright. Everyone who's got wounds, come here. Don't all step up at once. Uh, I'm not wounded, but uh, the smile may have to be surgically removed from my face after using this thing in combat. <laughs> I can do that for you. Yeah, I know. You're um, pretty good at it, I think. Also worth worth noting, Nick, you can just put the blades back in once using them if you can find them. Yeah, like it's not it's not that you have to wait. You can always just pop them back in if you find them. Oh, this yeah. is all covered in spider. I can burn that off for you if you like. Hilaria. 
Yeah. He's still wounded. Not great right now. Come here. No, I'll let the flaming sphere drop. I'm going to use the remainder of my lay on hands to heal you for another 15. Ooh, nine off from full. Be careful. I mean, I planned on it until, you know. That's almost all I've got for the day. We all need to rest. Well, it's good afternoon. I mean, yeah. it was like my nine books. I think I'm gonna start searching around the spider ballroom. Yeah. If there's anything salvageable. Give me just one. Still largely on fire. Meanwhile, I, I've been in on fire rooms before. <laughs> Grimhild will motion Grove and be like, uh, they're venomous. We'd probably get something useful out of them. Oh, that was the next question on my mind. <laughs> Where are they at? Does the venom become inert on air exposure? Why? What? What? Why would it? No. What type of poison is it? Anticoagulant. Uh, I have alchemical distilling equipment that might help. When you're done, can I have the fangs? Oh, fangs. Sorry, I thought you said things. Sorry. No, fangs. Thank you. They're useful. Very. So, what'd you roll to, Harvest? I rolled a 10 to assist. I figured I'd let the actual Stincy in. I don't think that's how assists work. Can he just assist to get rid of my disadvantage? Yeah. Okay. That's an option. Fuck. Twelve well, okay. is terrible. Uh, you start halfway. looking to harvesting them, and you can find yourself pulling up pieces of uh, chitin and start rooting around in what you can. The problem, firstly, is that because of the stringy nature of these creatures, they are difficult to harvest carefully, and in the fight, you have smashed quite a few pieces of them open or roasted them into ash. So in the process, you're not really able to recover any particularly good quality poison sacks and to handle it, they would either be incredibly diluted or dangerous to use. If you wish to persist and definitely harvest poison, you can. It just will be unreliable at best. <sighs> Reliable poison is not great poison. <laughs> or unreliable poison. Yeah. Oh, well. Can, uh, can Fazus use alchemical tools to render them more safely? You could attempt to. You're, I mean, it would still be a risk, but it would be a better risk. <laughs> It depends on whether you're willing to potentially poison yourself in the process of trying to do so. Use your Alembic yeah, and your Calcinator. He'll, he'll pull out his gloves and uh, get on in there. Okay, while I'm helping pull shit out and handing it to Faustus, <laughs> I will ask him, Faustus, was there any particular reason you did that without letting us know? What- Frankly, I thought you may have been possessed by spiders. I said no. we'd come back and kill them after we've searched the place. After we ventured into the fort that they had made their home. No, the rest of the fort is closed off to the wilderness. Spiders can't use doors. (laughs) Well, that's not completely true, but yes, for here we'll say that. I I saw a free spider at the carnival once. (laughs) All it would take is a single hole. And even at that, there's always the chance that they would follow us. The best thing to do, I thought, was to light it on fire and kill everything that came out. Then why didn't you say that instead of waiting for us to also be surprised? That honestly, was if you unkind had kind of me, not unkind, foolish, stupid, you could have gotten. You almost got our druid killed. Again, admittedly, that happens often. Just <laughs> <laughs> squishy. To be fair, she is a friend to the spider, so you know they wanted to visit. You're squishy, and you act like a frontline fighter. <laughs> Well, no, this time she's off to the side. It just happens that side was near a giant hole in the wall. (laughs) (laughs) It was just the largest hole out of this place was where the true was standing. Uh, Anyway. She's just got a lot of chutzpah. Not a lot left. Your judgment in some things. (laughs) If you say that is the course of action that we should take, there's a good chance I'll agree with you. 
when you blindside us as much as the enemy, all you're doing is making it more likely that we'll have to waste resources. It's tactically unsound. No, you're right. There's no, no defense for what I did. Also, that was very impressive. Thank you. This, no. Of course, that's happening while she's like pulling spider bits yeah. out and just handing them. I'm <laughs> sure he's like holding up glass flasks and uh, moving stuff in. Oh, As his hands are covered in spider blood, also it's, at this point. It's 17. kind of like those scenes in the morgue in like a crime show, but instead it's a giant spider instead of a person. So I'm it's going like to need fiction. you. I'm going to need you, Faustus, to make me, um, firstly, an in-based alchemical tools roll. And then okay. also a uh, constitution save at advantage. Oh, so it's oh my God. 17 on the, uh, oh man, I hope Conrad's standing next to me. <laughs> nope, he's not. <laughs> okay. He didn't wait. <laughs> I had shit to do. Uh, 17, that's pretty promising. Except for the alchem- alchemical check. Yeah, so con save? 17 on, it was actually 17 on the alchemical check and then 17 on the con check after advantage. Nice. Okay. You... 17 start working and putting them into what beakers you can, figuring out what bits are inherently toxic about the spire and others aren't just the pollution created by its organs. You start looking to what compounds you have that may eat away at the protein of the blood while leaving what remains of the poison intact. It's not an easy measure and it takes some time. And unfortunately, despite your best efforts, it's quite a bit of blood and organs you're sifting through and your gloves, while good for short-term use, were not necessarily intended for this purpose. Over the course of it, you begin feeling a bit of numbness beneath your gloves and across parts of your hands. It's not particularly awful, but you do feel there's some sensations that are unpleasant and that begin racking with enough pain that they shake a bit. Not so much to deter your work, but more that you will definitely need to rest this off. Uh, take three points of poison damage. Okay. Um, after doing so, though, it takes a bit of time, but you definitely know you have a process here. If you take maybe five more minutes, ten at most, you'll have yourself a few jars of working poison. Didn't at it. Oh, um, Father Joy. Yeah, I, I guess he probably starts sweating as the uh, poison starts to affect him, but he uh, just steals himself and keeps working. Uh, what did you say, uh, James, for Conrad? While they're doing that, I got an 18 investigation to search the spider ballroom. <laughs> spider ballroom. Oh, excuse me. It's spider's ballroom. Spider's ballroom. But my favorite part is it's basically spider's. Is, it's it's is there spider's apostrophe, apostrophe S. It, it's, it has the apostrophe. It's not just spider's It's, it's plural ballroom. apostrophe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the spider's. Is. We're going to go over to the spider's is ballroom. No, I mean, I, I, at, when we came in, I would not have disputed that. <laughs> <laughs> As you begin searching amongst various piles, uh, you're mainly pushing yourself along various uh, husks of spiders and pieces of what at one point may have been finery in the room. This is good. This is good. There's not too much in particular that you're finding at first until you start spreading against some of the outskirts where you find clutches of collected uh, bodies for feeding. Uh, You find a few of game and other creatures from the woods a few stray birds caught here and there that were chucked into smaller ones for what presumably for the little ones to eat. I found dinner. Um, None of them are particularly plump. Almost everything seems to have been at least partially desiccated. I mean brunch. (laughs) Um, In the process of searching around, though, you do find a few smaller clutches, not always struck together, but at least one of them is, with bodies inside. 
it it takes a bit of time. Mainly the fires help scarred and even mummify them even further. Um, and you brush off a piece of singed hair off a of one, but you start looking through what you can. You don't recognize anyone offhand. Uh, however, you I presume you start cutting some of them free. Sure. Um, as you start looking through and uh, sundering what webs you can off of some of them, you find some traveler's clothes, relatively sturdy but non-armored cloth, uh, a scout or two in leather, and most notably, in one corner you find a couple, uh, well, one in particular, Cathar's uh, chainmail, still with a tabard, damaged, but there. I'll cut it free, shake the webs off. Um, as you look through, are you looking to like loot the bodies for anything of a note, or just notify that they're all there? I'll take a look through their pockets. It's they'd understand. Sure. Um, when looking around, you don't seem to be finding too much of particular noted interest. Um, you find a few stray coins um, added up all amongst themselves. It appears to be thirty-five electrum and three gold. Nice. And amongst that, you find some very decayed food a few worn packs, some lengths of rope, a few weapons, none of which seem to be in particularly great condition, rusted, a large great axe, a long sword, a bow, which seems to have endured the worst of it, some of the wood having decayed and the string being broken. Um, there's a clutch of arrows with there, but you don't find anything inherently magical upon any of them. Um, upon the Cathar, you do find a regimental short sword, the remains of a crossbow, um, a collection of silvered bolts, uh, exactly ten of them, and uh, a silvered uh, collar of Avacyn clutched in his hand, held tightly against him by the web. Sure. I'll take the, the cash, the bolts, the chain mail, and the symbol. Um, as you look around for anything else, at first it doesn't seem like there's anything of note, until uh, you approach a large wooden, at one point maybe desk, uh, some sort of cabinet of some sort, right next to the doorways. It's a sizable length across, but as you approach it, you do notice that while knocked over, there is a large sculpture, nearly four feet in height, wrought of bronze, somewhat uh, verdigreed by this time, but in the shape of Sigarda, her wings curled downwards, elegantly curled around what seems to be a human below her, maintaining a flock. The human is rendered small to make the scale of Sigarda even greater, but it's a beautiful piece. Not too interested in removing that, especially with the symbolic notion of it its standing above all of these human corpses. But I will take the rest of the stuff I found back to the uh, the group. Uh, Grimhild, I found something for you. Hmm. Uh, ten silvered bolts on one of the crossbowmen. Oh, handy. Oh, speaking of bolts, was I, was I able to recover any from the corpses? Uh, three. Excellent. Oh, and uh, do you have any need for a set of chainmail? It's a little beaten up, but I should have fixed it up. Is it special? No. Oh, also, um, Conrad, make me your better of religion or history checks. That's gonna be religion. Uh, that's a solid 15. It was interesting to look at this Cathar, not just because of them being a Cathar, obviously, but because the design of that tabard that they were wearing is a little bit dated. Not particularly old, but it seems to be from a few years ago. Uh, in fact, there was a design that was being worn at the time that you were last here in Stencia. Oh, uh, I see. 
So Conrad's going to look at the tabard, go a little pale, and then fold it up and put it on a rock nearby. What's the issue, Conrad? Nothing. Um, Nick. Yeah? He pulls out the uh, the silver symbol of Avacyn. Still want a symbol of the faith? Well, you are at a surplus of them, aren't you? Yeah, sure. I'll uh... make three. <laughs> I suppose I can take one off your hands. I'll hand him the... Uh, Holy symbol. And if anyone wants it, there's a set of chain mail on that rock over there. That would be nice, but I couldn't use it. You've done a good thing here today. Faustus, after having committed enough time to this, you have successfully come up with two jars of spider venom. Um, I will write down how that works in chat, just letting you know. Take them and hand them to Grimhild. Thank you. Sorry, I couldn't distill more. She shrugs. Take what we can get. As they're doing prep stuff, I'll go back in the room and do a prayer of passage for the people who died there. Grove will probably start gathering them up and Carns uh, or Cairns or Graves. I forget which one is it. Instancia again? Graves. Graves. Okay. Gra- it's Graves everywhere. Oh, uh, I just remember we did Cairns for the the Druids. That's why. I was no, we, we burnt them. <laughs> which is <laughs> real heretical to burn. So oh, yeah, but you, no, you we still mark their uh, animals. It, to eat. Didn't we? No, because you didn't want the bad spirits. Oh, no, no. Their thing is usually burning, so we just built a pyre around them and didn't light it. Okay. That's what Okay. I'm going to give one jar of venom to Grove and one to Nick. Yeah, they seem to type. Also, Nick's weapon returns, so if he misses, it doesn't waste. Like his throwing knife can come back. So if he poisons it and it doesn't hit, he can just not waste just, the dose. You just dunk that shit, shit in the spider goop and you just fling it around. Careful, though. Know. If you got any open wounds, it gets in your mouth. You might get a little woozy. Make sure you catch it on the way back. Well, the blade might disappear <laughs> behind a uh, clump of like dried venom powder. <laughs> so you guys write those down that you have them. It's like a pack of fun dip. I, I look at this chainmail. Is it special? Got a tabard it seems to be a bit damaged. dated and rusted in a few places. Relatively well made, like all church garb is. They take good care of their armor, except for obviously this having aged. It seems to have a tabard on it that wasn't ex- uh, extracted this time of the church symbols. A little bit older than the modern ones. I don't know if I know anything about church stuff. This is after the, you know, Avison 3 degree. We can eat meat on Fridays now. It's great. <laughs> I can't tell if that was Nick being an ass or if that was just you and out of character. All meat on cigar this day. He's not. He's not commenting on her uh, inner questioning of her knowledge. So that was me. Um, what time of day is it now? It's like three it's when we got here. So, yeah. Like it's not at four, but it's approaching it. Late afternoons. Given our relatively busy day, do we wish to camp before we attempt to breach the fortress? The last thing we need is to trigger some sort of problem. Uh, yeah, you know what, you guys, I got some sleep uh, at the camp. Yeah, you guys do that. I'll just, t- I'll take a look around. Right, we may want to keep watch for the spider that got away. I'll keep watch. Yeah, it's okay. I can take care of it. Can everybody gather around me? And I'm not going to do anything. Can I cast sleep on us all? <laughs> <laughs> Nick wakes up with a dick drawn on his forehead. 
Oh, really? <laughs> and uh, he'll also uh, Dickolo Argenti. He'll, he'll bring he'll bring the donkeys over too, maybe to the center of the tower. You do not fall asleep around Nephalian people. And once everybody gathers around, he'll start casting. And after a minute, he'll uh, create Liaman's tiny hut. Oh, sweet! <laughs> How big of an area is Liaman's tiny hut? A uh, ten-foot radius uh, dome. That is ten-foot radius. Okay, so that can fit everyone. Your wagon would make it a bit clustered in there. Oh, no, he brings just the donkeys and leaves the wagon. Just the donkeys, uh, okay, but let's see. So those are larger and. It specifically medium. says it can hold up to nine other medium-sized creatures. Which we we are eight mediums. There are nine, including me. So eight additional. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be cramped as hell. But yes, you are doing that. However, uh, <laughs> you've done it. You made a small Rupert house. Rupert is not able yeah. to come inside. Nick, it's, it's okay. Ruprecht can stay yeah. on guard. I mean, well, Nick and it, Grimhild. Well, I mean, Grimhild's cool staying outside as well, simply because she's literally a resource. Well, no, that that's the good thing about it is if you're inside it when it starts, you can move in and out of it freely. Oh, okay, cool. So he makes a transparent dark blue, or transparent to us, but opaque to anyone who wasn't inside. Blue, dark blue dome that's virtually invincible from the description. It basically is, yes. It's just clipping um, through the with walls. With it being like dark blue, game. it's essentially a propaganda effect. <laughs> God damn it, of course it would be. Fucking pillow fort. Hate it. So there we go. Come and go as you wish now. As for me, I'm going to sleep. Same. And he'll dibs pull on, his dibs uh, on the floor. <laughs> he'll pull his bag, out, sleeping bag out, and uh, go to sleep inside the dome. No, come on, it'll just be, be just like the Elgod grounds again. Just roll up your jacket, put it on the ground, you're all set. Actually, I think I have a sleeping roll too. So do I. It's in the adventurers pack. So, firstly, worth noting ahead of time. Uh, that you're not going to get this bonus from sleeping yet, but you have enough time to just hang around and then do that. I mean, obviously, you can just wait till you get the bonus. Okay. Um, it's because you can only do it every 16 hours, like an actual sleeping time. Like, you're not going to get extra bonuses sleeping outside of that. Oh, okay. So we're early for sleep? Yeah, basically. You're early, but you can just wait. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I think. Okay, then, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, unless something comes along, but you have Liam in the tiny hut now. You so. must whip it. Yeah, we don't really yeah. have many time limits as such. Yeah. Yeah, he'll wait till the actual sleeping time to cast then because it lasts for eight hours exactly. Do you only have one slot available for it? Uh, Yeah, I do at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah, then it's worth waiting. Yeah, just mill around for a while. Um, But yeah, so think... during this time, is anyone doing anything? Uh, Grove's digging graves and then he's going to do an autopsy on the, the, the big spiders, if only just to see how they work. Hmm. Mm, yes. Big Maybe legs. You don't want to look at the face. Big legs move big body. <laughs> well, he's he's got enough animal knowledge in him. Just it's he likes he's weird. He likes animals, so he'll probably just dissect it to see. Actually, there's some very concerning questions about respiration with spiders that big. Yeah, like do they have breathing holes? Like what what's going on with these guys? So that that's what he'll spend his time until now. Why has the ozone allowed these insects to grow this large? I'm, I'm pretty sure the or answer is the answer is green mana. Is mana exactly? Yeah. 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 yeah otherwise, the this chitin couldn't possibly hold their uh, uh, what's it called? The blood like substance that insects have. Mm, yeah, I know the term Hemolymph. normally, but I forget. Their icor. Icor. Hemolymph. Yep, Hemolymph. that's correct. Yeah. 
I shouted uh, it like yeah, two there, times there's... before I realized I was muted. I'm <laughs> a lymph. Why isn't anyone listening to me? <laughs> On the bright side, uh, your neighbors either think you're really smart or creepy. <laughs> <laughs> or call oh, them elder being. So, um, any of, so that's all you're doing, just various checking around with bodies that you have and spending some time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no one has any particular scenes before bedtime? Um, Conrad's curled up in a sitting position, looking at the chain mail from across the inside of the tower. Do I notice how fucking weird he's being about the chainmail? I don't think it's hard to tell. <laughs> Do I? I don't have knowledge of religion. Um. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you have history? No. You can try and make them anyway. You can make an insight check. I'll try an insight check. Twenty-one. Um. He seems perturbed about it. Focused very intently on it. You're not exactly sure what he's getting out of it, but he's definitely stiffening at the idea and concept of this particular set of mail. 16 for history. You're realizing upon looking at it that this is a bit of a dated garb for a Cathar. It's not particularly unusable now. There are certainly those that still are around. But standardized cloth is different. And especially considering the density of Cathars that come out here, this was likely from the time that uh, there was a large group of them coming in two years ago with the raid on Maurer Estate. This place has been fallen years. Certainly. Yeah, as long as it doesn't cause him anything stupid. But yeah, if Nick wants any backup while well, he's snooping around uh, off her services, because Where are you snooping to exactly, Nick? Um, just kind of just doing a big circle around the structure. Just taking a walk, basically. Sure. Um... Most of it you can see is just dilapidated, tired building. Um, there are varying areas that worked at one point. Many of them have stopped. Uh, in the process of doing so, you do note um, that there is another side entrance. And as you start looping around the other areas, you notice what is here in the back next to the octagonal tower, that it is filled with a graveyard. Many churches have them adjacent. Um, as well as a back entrance through it, or just over the rather tall fence. But you can see the fences alone in a certain state of disarray, many of the metal bars having rusted and broken down. A few places you can see where there's a sizable gap through them, um, where someone could or maybe even did push through them at a separate time. But the thing of most note is that several of the graves are open. Like just dug out, basically. Like someone body snatched out of them. Uh, from here, you can tell that the earth was turned aside. None of them look particularly fresh, but the earth was definitely turned aside. However, if you want to know if they were body snatched or something, you'd have to move closer. Yeah, sure. Cool. No check to get inside between the varying size of things, and you could scale over a fence without too much trouble. When investigating them closer, only one of them seems to have been dug out carefully. Marks of spaded dirt... Um, a shovel, actually, adjacent to it. It's rusted over now. You see the coffin inside uh, actually had a graft digger's cage on it, which has now been split open at the lock, and the coffin has been separated and opened carefully, though once again closed, uh, but you can see it's slightly ajar. As for the other ones, however, they are roughly turned piles of dirt, as if something had ripped through it, either into it or out of it. You can see shards of uh, broken wood scattered amongst the overturned soil. 
Many of them are still higher lumps of buried uh, graves still as they were, but some of them have arisen as such. Okay, um, uh, Grafficker's Cage um, is just a cage around a coffin, basically. It's a fancy cage around a coffin, often screwed with runes to help further repel both the idea of someone turning into a ghoul and actual ghouls getting out. They are often hard to break even for uh, people who would thieve at graves, grave robbers of any sort. What makes it interesting is that they are exorbitantly expensive. Like, they're only really a common practice in certain parts of Nefalia or in, like, Thraben itself. Like, it's not a cheap practice to get yourself one, so it's really interesting that someone had one out here. Um, I will read the headstone that had the Gravedigger's Cage on it. I need the last name, I have the first name. Uh, one sec. It says... Godfrey Gwinovich. I assume that rings no particular bells. Not as far as you know. Yeah. Well, make me a history check. Okay. Uh, 19. You recognize the name from studies at the Algot Grounds. It's uh, one that wasn't exactly revered, but it was one of note. Uh, Godfrey was um, not exactly legendary, but a very skilled and passionate uh soldier of the church he was back when he came from quite a while ago was back when the church would have referred to him as a knight instead of a cathar or a paladin um was well known for doing good work um talented man charismatic loyal to the church beyond all else um he had worked out in stencia extensively and had worked with several angels um but as far as people had known that he had died out in the battle in Stencia. You don't remember the specifics. It was boring history class. The fact that you remembered his name was it just triggering your sense of those days in school, buried with against the sound of rain. Huh. Okay, so we got one certainly broken open, I would assume, from the outside, Grafdigger's cage. It would be and... very difficult to open from the inside. Yeah. And then two pile are the were those like scavenged by like not only two, there are four. Open, that were, like... That are open. Again, you cannot sure if they're scavenged or if they were just brutally ripped through from below at this point. There okay. is wood scattered amongst strewn soil. Uh, I don't need the exact dates and stuff, but uh, did all of these people, like, die a while ago? Like, does it seem like this place has been abandoned for, like, a really long time, or...? Not all of them are marked with specific dates. It's not necessarily okay. a practice that is kept track of super heavily in Innistrad. That said, uh, based on both the style of the tombstones and the ones that you do see, that everything out in this graveyard seems to have been from a long time ago. Nearing not 100, but like 50, 70 years. Yeah, fair enough. If they wanted to put dates on, on head tombstones in Innistrad, there'd have to be a question mark after the final one <laughs> for each person. Uh, okay. Um... CSO. Huh. All right. Yeah, I guess after that, he'll just finish the the walking tour, so to speak, and then uh, grab a short rest in the magic house. <laughs> okay. There's a worn down sign on the side of the road. Exactly. Twen- <laughs> 10 radius feet in the, <laughs> the tiny house. <laughs> Round house. Kick. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Yo, what? <laughs> uh, so, uh, and anything else at all before people just wait enough time for rest to come around? Okay. Nope, I, I've got my activity for the day. Brooding? Does anyone yeah. wish to keep watch other than uh, Ruprecht? You can all fit inside the hut, so that's the question. All right, I'll keep watch. 
Yeah, like I mean, I guess me and Grim could probably trade off if uh, we can get short rests and whatnot. So, I'll Grove will help with that. So we'll all. Well, no, he actually needs a long rest. God damn it! Yeah, I literally do. You'll still get the long rest, rest just as long as nothing horribly disturbs it. You know, that last spider is out there waiting just to fuck up our long rest. God damn you, spiders! (laughs) I didn't get spell slots. (laughs) Okay. So tell me order that people are keeping watch. You don't have a long rest activated yet, remember? Uh, Nick is... Nick, yeah, since, since he's started out this uh, little pause by taking a walk around, I guess that'll kind of count as being on watch unless whatever the threat is comes from the road. Sure, if you wanted to do this while once everyone got into bed. Um, sure, you take the time to wander around. Uh, 15 minutes pass get around the entire perimeter. Oh, b- by the way, how many... I, I, I didn't write down the specifics of this. How many um, sub-daggers are within the... Three. Okay. Thank you. You spend the time, 15 minutes to get around, circling outside the spongy dirt paths, and find yourself back by the hut. You take a seat. Another 15 minutes pass. Nothing. 45. Still nothing. An hour passes. Time to swap out. Unless you want to stay up for longer than an hour. Two hour pet? What's, yeah, what's sure. the idea? Sure. Stay up for another 30 minutes. It's starting to get relatively late at this point since you all waited now. You don't see anything in particular, though you hear the sound of a howl off in the distance. Uh, he'll tell anyone who's up uh, about what he found in the graveyard. Just, just trivia. because Sure, they don't need to go to sleep immediately. Like you're Immediately relevant, yeah. If anyone wants to know that, I mean, I'm certain Conrad would be interested. Sorry, can you give me a brief recap? Uh, what, there's, there was a Grafticker's cage, which is weird for the area. Yeah. Um, the dude who was apparently in it was, uh, was Godfrey Gwinovich. Godfrey uh, Gwinovich. Was someone apparently cool enough that we'd have heard about them in history. Uh, and, uh, what else? That's about, and you have four bodies, or four graves that have been, like, kind of rudely torn up. Uh, as opposed to the cage one, which was, you know, someone clearly broke in from the outside, because otherwise, what the hell use is a graph digger's cage? Have to be a very strong zombie otherwise. Right. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of nice to know if, 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 if we uh, happen upon a particularly vicious ghoul, maybe we'll know who it is. Yes. You sure you don't need this third symbol? <laughs> I have enough. Okay, just making sure. Okay, so as you stay up, you hear the sound of a howl off in the distance. It's too far away to be of anything immediately threatening. Conrad. Yes? Even through the tiny hut, I don't believe it's silent. Uh, Though I suppose I should have that verified for me either through my own research or... So as you all sit down to rest, Conrad, you can hear the howl off in the distance. Another somewhat personal one, less pressing than before. You can feel the message as a call. You're not exactly sure what the words are, but you needn't do anything about it if you don't wish to. Of course not. Does it count as a long rest if he goes hunting? It did last time. Nick, you continue your watch. In the 15 minutes, 30 minutes, it's full two hours. Nothing really notable happened. Just take the next watch. Is there a penalty to not sleeping? You, I mean, you don't get a long rest, and uh, if you not sleep for a long enough time, if you can get exhaustion, which sucks. However, 
uh, I'm not, I would be willing to not give you a long rest if you like didn't sleep that much, but not give you exhaustion if you slept at least a bit. I don't, yeah, I don't need a long rest at all. I don't even need a short rest, so I'll watch the rest of the way. Okay. Just, just, just grab like two or three hours now, and then yeah, spend the rest. Just so Grimheld, you watch out to the side as the night begins growing deeper. There are more calls and more howls. Conrad, they keep calling to you. It's not urgent, and of course, you are, as you have said, resolute, not following it. But they're cordial, it's interesting. Still distant though. Grimhild, um, as you wait, time taking watch. It's about an hour in. You hear a sound, not a howl, coming from the road a ways up. Not specifically heading in this direction. It's a sound like that of a horse padding quickly, galloping even. Where's the hut exactly? The hut is clustered inside of the tower, the crash-down one. How visible is it from the... Someone would have to come here to see it, but if they came here it would be pretty visible to see that it was there. I'll take up a position where I can get a look at what's going on, but, like, can I not have disadvantage on stealth because, like, they're far enough away where sound wouldn't be an issue? Or do hmm. I... Is it just I think like, part of the idea is also maneuvering carefully. That's... Like, I can see that it was actively sneaking rather than hiding ahead of time. Hmm, I hear what you're saying, so, uh, depends. What are you doing first? Hit me up with that. I mean, I'm basically just finding some decent cover and grabbing a spot. Sure, so that's fine by me for you just to make up. the straight-up stealth then. Because yeah. I basically would have given you advantage on that for that, so that makes sense. 18. Yeah, okay. You set yourself up in a relatively nice spot. Where are you trying to be on the map? Uh, let's see. Road's going that way. You can set yourself up under the embrace of the uh, host of Heron's Angel. That's a little bit too far away from the party, though. Um, it's been shouting distance. Yeah, that's fair. As you move up there... Um, the sound of hooves picks up for a bit as it seems to come relatively close by, not straight down the road. You hear as some of the sounds get muted as it travels through softer loam, seeming to come from the forest. As it goes by, you can see a shape. You hear it again louder as it goes across the road, and then begins moving up the hillside. And you can catch from here a vision of a rider atop a horse. The horse is thin, pale white. Its mane and tail seem to be almost non-existent in the light of the moon and stars. And atop its back, you see an individual clad in relatively light clothes, but you can see from here as the horse rears up over the side of the hill. The edges of his neck and head have too much light pouring through them. He seems to be a skeletal figure riding past in this horse. It doesn't stop or pause, though. It just moves quite a ways off, a couple hundred feet, as it just runs past and begins coasting over the edge of the hill and moving down. I presume you don't do anything. I am not really sure what you would do. Um, no, I'm just going to start shooting it. Sure. No. no okay, if you want to. That. That's dumb. That's the dumb idea. It's bad. Uh, so would you? Is, so the hue of this thing is definitely leaning white. Here's a question for you. Do the actual spirits in the setting match the hue of whatever color they technically kind of... Yes, they do, actually. Okay, so I can tell that this is just like a more or less okay ghost. Yeah, okay. probably. I mean, white ghosts aren't always good, but they're more likely to be good than any other guys. Yeah, but it's in a human enough form where, like, it's more likely to be good. Most of, like, the kind of not great ones kind of lose their humanity, it looks like, at least on the card. This is correct. Um, it's kind of interesting, though, to see it that it itself seemed almost more skeletal than spirit. Yeah. Ooh. Is it 
Does it look like it used to be a pallet or a cathar? Or you couldn't tell from that distance. Yeah. The horse was not wearing any armor. They didn't pay for that DLC. I was just about to say. <laughs> Welcome to 2005? Oh, God. It's probably... Fuck. <laughs> you wait longer. Another hour pass. Howls are less frequent now. They're still occasional. They seem to be different, though. Just harsher. Not calls, exactly. Time passes. You hear the occasional hoot of an owl, the sound of insects. It's peaceful in the way it's supposed to be. Another hour passes. Is the hoot of an owl shortly followed up by the growl of a bear? No. Okay. I don't know what that's a reference to. Bears. No. No. Because we were talking about them earlier and how great they are. <laughs> I think that was you talking about that. I'm medium, I'm medium on owl days. I have layers. I have stuff. As you wait another hour... You once more hear the sound of something traveling across the road. This time not rapid, like that of a horse galloping. This time slower, paced like someone walking. Slowly, not in a rush. In a casual, as if someone was traveling a long distance. You hear it coming directly from the road that leads into here. As you crane around to see to the side of it, you see an individual... Human-sized, dressed in what appears to be some sort of church-based uniform. High collar, not matching that exactly of Avacyn's, but a symbol of that on the lower piece of the clothes. Tri-corner hat. But to look upon them, they are definitely odd. There's too much white in the, co- in the outfit. It's not in the same way as the Cathars is a white jacket. It's almost entirely white, but for a red cape. Collar's too high. The jacket's too low, and he trudges in here, sword held in hand, not in brandished, but the scabbard held in it. And you can see even in the darkness that he emits a light, pale. It's not a particular strong color, not saturated. It's a grayish blue as it pours free from his features. And what you can see of him, he has a tired face that at one point seems like it probably was human. Have he walks up the road with heavy footsteps. To ghosts? To... Okay. What determines on if I've had dealings with ghosts? You almost certainly have if you're a hunter of monsters. Okay. Do they normally have foot? Do they normally make footstep sounds? Do they That's ever a very footsteps? odd one. Occasionally, it's very rare for that to happen. You've encountered it pretty much specifically when they're possessing something or intentionally trying to create footsteps. Okay. And this dude, he just looks tired but still looks like a dude. He is human-shaped, but you can see at the edges of his face how they've worn away and aren't human. The flesh is not complete. Okay. There are spaces there. When you say worn away, like reality-worn away, or like flesh-worn away? A little of both. Okay. Cool. Um, and he's coming, like, straight up the road? Straight up the road. He doesn't seem to be particularly moving towards you, and in fact, as he reaches one of the curves around the statue, he begins stepping around the side of it. Ah, shit. Um, can you talk to ghosts? Uh, if you mean not the dog, but you, <laughs> the player. Yes, it is a thing that is able to be done. Um, I mean, not all ghosts are responsive, but yes. Uh, well, since I don't want him going and murdering my friends in their sleep. How's he going to get in this tiny hut? I, does it keep out ghosts? It keeps out everything. What? What? No, leave the tiny hut is bullshit. It keeps out ghosts? <laughs> yeah. It's magic, man. What level spell is that? It's a third level spell. Three. Oh, okay. That's actually reasonable. No, it's not. Yeah, it's a ridiculous rest <laughs> Wait, barrier. It takes a minute to cast. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not instant. Yeah. Okay. All creatures and objects, except the ones that were in it, are barred from passing through. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't deploy it tactically. Uh, that, <laughs> ghosts aren't. Does it say creatures and objects specifically? Because actually, yeah, that would give me. And lasers objects. Lasers, sure. Spells and magical effects can't come through. Uh, anyway, so what do you do? You don't necessarily don't know Grimhild the specifics does. of it. Yeah, that exactly. Your dome is completely impenetrable to literally everything. Oh man, you can also you can also like snap your fingers and make it dark in there. Yeah, you can turn it on or give it a dim light, like a night light. This is stupid, and I hate it. <laughs> it's an oddly specific spell. As it approaches closer, Grimhild, make me an insight check. Okay. Uh, boop. Let's roll. I have point two. Gee, what is up with my skill rolls? Like I I can't hit for shit this session, but my skill rolls are fucking on point. Nice. Uh, Twenty one. Which is one point away from being a crit. To look upon this individual, even though they seem to be undead of some variety, to look upon them and what you can see of their face, his eyes are not just glowing pools of energy, but you can see the shape of a man's eyes below there. And he seems to have at least his himself about him. Okay. He seems to be acknowledging things around him. And in fact, before he even steps further, he looks to acknowledge the statue and gazes upon it in almost reverent way, an emotion like that mimicking of a sigh rolls through his body before oh. he turns back to look at the road. Well, while he's looking, I'll, I'll step out from behind the shadows and raise my hand in greeting and say, uh, hail, I guess. As you emerge from the shadows, you can hear the clink of his tattered chainmail as he puts his hand on the hilt of the sword he holds in his other one. Who comes here? I'm Grimhild, a slayer of monsters. <laughs> Welcome, then. May I have your name? Sure, certainly. They call me Dragomir. Did we meet someone with a very similar name? You've met a man named Stanimir, but... Okay, I'm probably mixing that up as well. Emir is the only thing similar. Hey, man. So I was thinking like about dragons. Um, he doesn't wait. remove his hand from his sword, but he seems more relaxed about it. His tension ceasing. We've gotten rid of your spider problem, at least temporarily. I didn't consider them much of a problem. Fair enough. Kept out outsiders. Apparently not this time. Not that I'm mind someone who's peaceable. We don't see many of them. Do ghosts know they're dead? This is no. I'm not talking to him when I ask this. Depends. How long have you been stationed here? Stationed is an odd way to put it at this point, isn't it? No, it's quite a while. Time rolls together. I don't tend to keep track. Long enough to see it crumble. I would offer you inside, but I'm not sure everyone would be as happy as I am. Oh, I see. So, still inhabited somewhat. If the dead could inhabit a place. In my experience, they can. Fair. They inhabit too much of this land to begin with. Still, if you wish somewhere to keep prospective rain out from under your head, I'm certain I could offer you a room. That might be worthwhile. We've come seeking what material aid we can in our quest. We group, then. Indeed. An eclectic one. You can tell by our donkeyless carnival wagon. And the somewhat glowing horse. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his horse. His horse is amazing. If you all need a room, that might be available. I'm not certain how anyone else would be willing. Some of them, possibly. Godfrey, possibly. Oh, he's about? You know, you know of him. Yes. Heard a bit about him. Apparently his grave is empty. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to be much up and about if it wasn't. Wait. Like, she, you could, like she is thinking for a second. Are you possessing your own? In manner of speaking, I suppose. Well, I'm lucky enough to keep you doing that. 
some of the others haven't had to grab other ones. You can, has she ever encountered that before? No, this is weird. <laughs> you, that's he's basically is he, harrowed. Is he his own stand? Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> that I, sounds like bullshit. My stand, me, me, me. God damn it! I wasn't aware that ghosts could do that. I wasn't aware of it till it happened either. And welcome to you to what remains the Order of Heron's Light, the fortress which stands still until we finish out our reign. Is there is there anything that could be of use, either given or lent, to assist us? We're seeking to, well, to put it bluntly, slay Mauer. Slay Mauer? No, to, to slay Stefan Mauer. Go to similar goal than life. I do not know. To go inside would be risky, to go too deeply. Again, some of them have come back too many times. You may ask if you get to him, Godfrey. He would know. I'm simply tired and needed a break. Place to remember. Can you drink? I remember it. Not well at this point, unfortunately. The authors appreciate it. Would you care to hear any news, or perhaps new stories? I assume sharing the same company that long gets dull. Company is of no matter to me. I'd be happy to share, but things grow weird. I simply seek to rest and remember what was. She nods. I'm glad to see others keep up the fight. The light will never be extinguished, if I have any say about it. He offers you a salute of sorts. It's not exactly a proper military one. It's along those lines. It's different than what you've seen before, but it's also in some sense from an individual to an individual, not a church member to another soldier. He'll return it. And if nothing else, he wanders up the stairs, case, up to the front entrance. Okay. And as he pushes through the doors, if uh, you had nothing else in particular, I'll call him into the session there. Let's all go meet Ghost Dad next session, then. What the fuck? Ghosts <laughs> possessing their own bodies? That's fucking weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. That's rad, though. Was that the thing you talked about? No, the thing I talked about as much is a thing that might not happen at this point. So if it does, like, we'll see. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns? No, it was really good. It was fun. I don't know if I can fight a ghost, guys. I don't have the capability of killing ghosts. They are incomparable beings. Ghosts are hurtable by physical weapons. It just sucks, too. Yeah, they take half damage, right? Half damage, and they're kind of hard to hit to begin with. I can kill them when I'm in animal form. (laughs) You have shillelaghs. You can kill them now. Turn into a land shark. No, but like becoming level six, all of my like attacks while I'm in animal form became magical. Uh, one thing, uh, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to step on Conrad's thunder, I guess, but my character's trained in uh, history and uh, religion also. Sure. And if probably you, has the highest scores in the party. If you want, looked out at the, what he was looking over, actually, feel free to make that roll now. Nah, step on his toes. Just be Faustus. This might have room for one to. more scene, depending. It could be a pretty good one. Oh, it's all right. I figure he, he was probably wrist deep in a... Uh... Sure. I just figured that, that Connor, like, I definitely would have been willing to have you make that if you ever noticed it. I just figured Conrad was looking at it specifically himself. Yeah, no, I have an idea for other stuff anyway, involving the spider ballroom. Excellent. Uh, yeah, some interesting things are on the rise and a place of new strange mysteries. Uh, any other questions, comments, concerns for you, Conan? Self-possession. What? Self-possession ghosts. I have a question. Yeah, what's up? How do I get this dude to stand? <laughs> dude, come into me. <laughs> just like weird. But I like how he talks. So I'd be like, oh, 
Faustus needs to capture him and study him. <laughs> God damn it, Faustus. Not everything needs to be studied. Get this guy familiar. This oh, guy God. is the, the single the most Faustus important. drew on my face as a rune to trap that geist in my head. <laughs> well, and no, that's okay. how Nick became a monk. Faustus, if you even talk about that, Grimhild's going to point out, like, one, a body without that ghost helping out would already be super duper rotted. And two, you. <laughs> like, also, he, he doesn't you. need to trap him, but this is literally the most important thing in Faustus's life. Oh, it's, yeah, we're getting. Isn't it? There are so many things coming up for that plot soon. I'm really excited. Kevin, I just realized that you're now all, you are almost literally playing a Shaman King character. <laughs> Shaman King. Oh my god, he's literally playing the one with his name too. What? Oh there's, my god, he there, is. There's a necromancer in Shaman King who uh, became a necromancer to uh, resurrect his dead wife. Seriously, <laughs> goddamn it. <laughs> It's, it's, it's got a Congratulations, Kevin. How does it feel? Let the weeb flow through. <laughs> his, his, his name is Johann Faust the Eighth. Oh God! <laughs> How did this fucking happen? God Can damn! Characters anime. He's kind of a one of the cooler characters. No, he, he's the it? best character in Shaman King. Let's be real here. <laughs> no, he's the second best. Rio's the best. Um. Okay, but with that said, it seems like we wrapped up anything uh, that should be discussed on recording for now. So uh, catch you next time for what strange things happen in Angel Fort. Oh, they move Shaman on. Shaman King. <laughs> See you around. Uh, Good night, yeah.